Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. It's the Wookiee. What's new? How are you doing? That hurt. I know. Oh, that hurt. What, 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 what's new? Welcome to the Weekend. IMLFA. That is J-Dubs. And come on into the hideout. It's Friday night, baby. Don't be ashamed. Uh, pick up the phone and participate. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. No underwear allowed. Uh, coming up this evening, J-Dubs, a lot of me whining. What's new, then? I mean, they, why don't you just say, hey, this show, you're going to hear a lot of me whining every night. Because I don't whine every you night. You do. Please. Every night I hear some kind of whiny, bitchy type uh, segment out of you, at least one segment a night. Ugh. I'm so hurting. But we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, first of all, Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger, realradio.fm. Are the pictures up of Chunks' pubic... Uh, beard? Has, has that gone up yet? Do we know? I'm not sure. I'll go check right now. Oh, apparently the goddess is working on that. By the way, Chunks, the radio bottom, will answer your phone calls on this Friday the 13th. So 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones once again. Angel the, uh, is manning the talk and roll controls this evening. What's up, Daddy-o? What's going on? Como esta? We got to give you a hideout name. And somebody recommended the perfect name. <laughs> no, I already know where you're going. What? What, like Bizarro Dubs or something like that? No, it's not Bizarro Dubs. Um, Chewy. I like Chewy. I have an uncle named Chewy. And, but it's not because of like the Latin thing. It's Chewbacca. Chewbacca. You guys going to stick me with a Star Wars name even though you know how I feel about Star Wars. Somebody told me... Um, Damn it, man. That you reminded them of Chewy. It was somebody in the building. That you remind them of Chewbacca, because you're huge, Chewy. You're like 6'7", right? Yeah. Was it a female or a male? And you're hairy. That doesn't need to be addressed. Because if it's a male, then that creeps me out. If it's a female, then I'm all for it. So from now on, on hell in the in the hideout, because we have hideout names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chewy. So congratulations, Chewy. Fair enough. All right, so Chewy's manning the talk and roll controls. Can you do the Chewbacca bark? No, you can't. But thank you for trying. Even though you knew full well that you could not do it, you tried anyway. It's a swing and a miss. And here's the thing. We're going to get that drop for you, the Chewy drop. Fair enough. And so every time you come into the hideout, bam, there he is. Chewy dubs. Uh, or C-dubs, occasionally, as we'll call them. Um, 
Now, here's the this thing. sounds dirty. Yeah. I guess it does, doesn't it? And why is Chunks Extra loud today, it seems, with him answering the phones back there? I don't know what's going on, but we'll figure all of that out. Hi, what's your name? Hi, what name do you want to go by? Are you a chick? What do you want to do later on? Oh, you're a chick? I'll have to hang up on you now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so here's what we would like to do. Before 11 o'clock this evening on this Friday night, a couple of uh, questions that we're going to get answered. How did it go last night at Club Paris? We went out with Jana Banana, mm-hmm. and we will talk about that a bit, get into it a little bit more. Um, we are going out tonight to hang out with Russ over at Latitudes after the show. So that's what we do essentially here in the hideout. We come, we have fun, we abuse each other from 7 to 11, then at 11 o'clock, we go to everybody else's appearances and gigs and have a blast. So how did it go, to, go at Club Paris last night? We're going to talk about what does racist radio sound like? Like this. If I leave here tomorrow. Okay, I don't know that you can necessarily. It's very. Did I tell you about the time I almost got my ass kicked by Leonard Skinner? No. All right, we'll have <laughs> Do you want me to tell you now or you want me to save it? What an odd thing to have to say. I almost got my ass kicked by Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Do you want I cause I, you want me to tell you the story now or later? If you want to, go ahead right now. We got too much we gotta do, but remind me the Leonard Skinner ass kicking story. Okay. Alright. Um I believe you were actually with me, I thought. No. Alright, well, I guess I guess that's something you don't forget, is it? Yeah, I don't think I'd forget a... Another one of the Skinner's innards beat down. Another one of the questions we want to get answered tonight is who would win in a fight? Just ponder this. A Jedi or a superhero? Uh, Soak it all in. I think I got it. Think about it. None of these are quick to the answer, knee jerk reaction, Jade does. Mm. Okay. I got it though. What are alternative uses that you have for your junk? Because we've got a list. And we'd like to add to it, so we'd like your help at some point. I use it as a squeegee. Best time for sex? And also... Are you asking? No. Here's a question. Will the greatest guitar player ever be coming into the hideout tonight? There is a chance. That question will get answered possibly in the next nine minutes. So stay tuned for that. But first and foremost, my friends, how do you cure a hangover? Because I got obliterated last night. I know you did. Dubs, you were designated driver for the Club Paris adventure. There's a reason why I stayed sober, too. Why? I'll, I'll reveal that later on. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But, but the, the hangover thing, there's a few different ways you can get that taken care of. Why? Uh, you passed up on one of them, my favorite one that always works for me. I always go to McDonald's. The next morning after a hangover, have a steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Those things are pretty greasy. They can uh, soak up everything pretty good for you, and then the rest of the day you're in good shape. Really? Yeah. Oh, steak, egg, and cheese bagel. I did not realize. Oh, that does sound great. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. People are calling. Chewbacca, you're in the hideout. Hey, how's it going, guys? Got two things real quick. Yeah. First thing about the... Uh... Hangover, the best thing to do is just have a couple beers the next morning. And the second thing I want to give you want to give you a drop for that Chewbacca sound. So here it goes. Oh, go ahead. That's not bad. Thank That's you. That's pretty good. That's actually pretty good. And write that down. A couple of beers to cure the cure the hangover. Because last night, 
at Club Paris. We were up in VIP with Ms. Jana Banana, who, by the way, is just a sweetheart. And as it turns out, one of her friends um, was there with her. Also, too, lived in Silver Spring, Maryland, like me. So we're just sitting there talking about 16th Street and East West Highway, up Washington, D.C. kind of stuff. She had mm-hmm. another friend who was down from D.C., so that was a blast. Thank you again uh, to Jana for having us out there last night. But we were in VIP, and they just they had just like the liquor out. Yeah, they had just sitting there on the table for us. So I saw some vodka and some orange juice, and I decided, hey, it's a screwdriver kind of night. So I put in some ice into the uh, to the glass. Mm-hmm. I fill it half uh, the glass up halfway with vodka. Don't know why that much. Because it was free, I guarantee it. Just because the bottle's sitting there, you figure, hey, I've been screwed over at bars enough times where they give me a half a shot. I'm going to take four shots in this one. Oh, eat, oh. Yeah, forgive me because it hurts a little bit talking about this. What, vodka? Stop. Mm. So then I pour in the orange juice, and I do a couple of these. The next one, I probably put in three-fourths vodka, accidentally. So much so that I had to pour some out to pour in this orange juice. How'd you like the vodka? It's good. Yeah? So I'm two, I'm two in. I'm two drinks in of a, what I'm thinking is a screwdriver. Then you and your chick dubs are like, I don't think that's just orange juice. No, there was champagne in that orange juice. It was mimosa. Is that what they yeah. call it? This this invention mm-hmm. from hell? Oh, it's great. If you, you just can't put uh, any more liquor into it. It's great on its own. So I am drinking all night long. I had probably three of these, maybe four. Big Daddy. Vo- <laughs> now my throat is like... Saying, give me vodka. That's no, what it's saying. It's Pour not. it down. It's Pour saying, it down my throat. It's saying, get a trash can. So Pour had, that vodka down my throat. I had about four of the orange juice and champagne and vodka com- uh, combos. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. And and I um I was obliterated. And I apologize if I was rude to anyone last night or if I danced inappropriately because all of a sudden I was James Brown out there. Anytime you dance inappropriately, you cannot dance. What, Chewy? Last night, uh, I was still stuck here uh, resolving my vehicle issues. And uh, about 2 o'clock, who comes strolling in? Hefe. And he's just stumbling. And he's just like, this is the most drunk I've been in Florida since I've been here. That's true. That's the drunkest I've been in Central Florida. And you were kind of annoying in the fact that uh, <laughs> we were only two blocks away from where you live, and you had to go to the bathroom right there. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't wait till you got back home. I got a small bladder. I don't know why. But it's only two blocks. So, it's not that small. So, so I had to go. I get back to the apartment. Mm-hmm. And then it just hits me because we go to Seven Eleven buying some stuff to try to you know good good drunk food. And I'm sitting there in my apartment. I'm thinking, uh oh. I feel really sick. And it's at that point that I decide to go ahead and force the throwing up. Oh. So I you know what I did? And it's like two o'clock in the morning. Okay. I turn on my stereo in my bathroom. I got I got slipknot C D in. <laughs> I turn it up like all the way. And begin puking to duality. And just throwing up on on the floor. I get up and I'm like, 
oh, you know what, this is no good. I got to throw up again. So I forced myself to throw up probably two or three times last night. Oh, dude. I don't know why, what happened, but, you know, I feel better than I did last night. Well, I hope so. I mean, when we were walking back to my car uh, after we got done at Club Paris, uh, you were just stumbling around, and you made a bet with uh, the promotions goddess and some other girl uh, to play them in basketball. What? Do you know about this? No. You made a bet with them, and you're supposed to play them on one-on-two basketball, and if you lose, you have to be in, your, in the bra and panties. Shut up. No. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's the bet you made. No. You, you, I, was... I don't care how drunk you are. If you make a bet, you have to stay with that bet. Oh, my God. It's the worst night ever. Are you serious? I swear. You got to stand by your word. Oh, yep. sweet Jesus. I really did that. Yes. You, you're like, oh, these girls don't. But if they lose, they're going to be in here in their brawn panties. Erica, the promotions goddess? Yeah, and uh, the girl we had in last night. Denise the Peace? Yeah, Denise the Peace. Oh, well, hell. <laughs> no, is it worth it? No wonder I agreed. Do you think you can beat them? Hell yeah, they're women. I don't care. There are two of them on one. Please. Oh, like I ain't been there before. You haven't. Don't even lie to me. <laughs> we got a break. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041, Um. Also, last night I was uh, following you around all night with a video camera. What? I have documented what? footage of everything happened Sweet. last night. And uh, you know, Hefe, that I have wanted to break into some other ways of entertaining people. I've thought about TV, and it came to me yesterday when I, when I knew you were going to be wasted. I'm going to do a documentary on Drunk Hefe. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Here, here. I have plenty of footage to put together a great documentary about you. And also, I've started actually on some of the uh, promotion pieces, and I've created a trailer. Already? Yes. Well, I'm gonna, I want to get this in quick production. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Do, you, do you have it? I have the, uh, the, the promotion piece. Jesus Christ, what an insane day. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I guess, I guess I'll hear this. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'll have Faye and J-Dubs, 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Chunks answering your phone calls, the radio bottom, and um, Chewy, formerly known as Angel, but in the Hideout he's known as Chewy, manning the talk and roll controls. Mariner, you're in the Hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? Like, uh, and I want to do a Chewbacca voice for you guys. Oh, all right, let's see, because Lord knows Chewie can't do it. He tried. Go ahead. All right. It sounds like everybody's, like, rolling their tongues a little bit. It's kind of a roll of the back of the throat. Oh, I can't even begin. Oh. Oh, is that your impression? Is that, <laughs> is that another? It's on. It's dead on. Oh, you can't even talk about mine. That was horrible. Dubs, well, I'm not named Chewy. I should be able to do it if I'm named Chewy. <laughs> How dare you? That is true. He's got you there, Chewy. 
I'm really taking calls right now. By the way, open door policy on a Friday night starts at 9 o'clock. We open the doors of the hideout. You can just come on in and hang out, but not until 9. Um, I'm taking some suggestions, uh, calls, cure for hangover, because last night, unbeknownst to, to myself, I'm drinking what I thought was a screwdriver, but it ends up being vodka, orange juice, and champagne. Mm -hmm. And I am tore up today, man. I am absolutely hurting today. Dubs apparently follows me with a video camera. I was uh, videotaping you last night, and uh, I actually have a few emails over here. One from Derek. Yo, Dubs, you going to put those uh, vids on the website? Eventually, yes. Those videos will be up on the website after I get uh, everything cleared with my lawyers. I can, no, no, no. Clear it with my lawyers because you... Oh, I, ha I had you sign something last night. What? It's all clear. What am I doing? No, 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 no. I was in the right state of mind. It don't my matter. Friend. No, that does matter. Absolutely. Actually, I have, you I have a videotape of you signing it saying, I don't care what kind of state of mind I'm in. I'm signing this and it's all legal. Also, Paul asked me, did you have to use a wide-angle lens to film it? Okay, come on. Yes, I did. I actually went out and bought a camera for it. But What, what like a Michael Moore or something? Yes. Now, I'm trying to uh, debut my promo for the, uh, for the documentary. What do you got? Are you ready? Whatever, just play it. Lights, cameras. Come on! Action. Coming to a radio near you. Alcohol from the devil. Hideout Productions presents... But I'm really a horny kind of drunk. El Trunque, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Um, what? I don't remember. Witness the darkest installment yet. My body hates me. And I apologize to my body now, it is a temple. As El Drunke continues his downward spiral to the dark side. Never ever again am I drinking. El Drunke, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Not at all, I'm, uh, I'm ready to drive. Broadcasting in brilliant HOMO sound. <laughs> Come on, baby, throw it up, baby, throw it up. El Drunke, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Say one more time, maybe it'll help me throw it up. Irish car bomb. Here we go. Oh, That's my awesome. God. Come on. I can't wait. Jesus! And I'm gonna. Uh, you'll be able to get free tickets for this by listening to the Hideout. I'll have a premiere no, for you everybody. Won't. Wrong. Everybody will be able to see El Jefe in his oddest form when he's very drunk, very half naked. I got half naked. You got half naked. You were running around in your. I don't know why you insist to wear tidy whities still, How but you, you do. Okay, I must have been. I must have been half naked because I didn't know you knew that. Oh, my God, I didn't even realize. You see what happens? People are telling me, uh, cure for hangover. Um, never stop drinking. I'm going to have to try that one. I need more footage. So, yeah, if you can keep on drinking, I'm, here's the I'll thing. be happy. Uh, I'm not going out with you again. Why? It's over. Why? In fact, we're going out tonight. The relation. I'm not drinking tonight. I'll DD hmm. tonight. I'm going to have to slip you a Mickey. <laughs> stop. And I'm sure that's what happened when you're getting me to sign waivers. I can't believe you would do something like that. We're supposed to be on the same team, man. I, you get 5% of anything I make off of it. 5? 5%. Rock, be very happy about it. Oh, come on, Rocket. You're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, good happy evening. How are you guys? What's up, bro? Perfect cure for a hangover. 
You got to cut it off before it even happens. Before you go to sleep, down like three or four Tylenol. You go to sleep, you wake up, you're fine. That won't kill me. Yeah, dude, Tylenol. All right, all right I'm just checking. Are you looking forward to it? To what? My premiere. Uh, no. In fact, I'm going to get my lawyers working on the cease and desist. <laughs> Your lawyers won't be able to do jack. I was obviously in a not, uh, not in the right state of mind. You told me you were sober. You can't say, sue a tattoo artist for giving me a tattoo when you tell him you're sober. Sure you can. No. I'm sure I could find somebody. I watch a lot of daytime TV. I'm sure somebody could be on my side. I'm sorry. I can't carry a breathalyzer wherever I go. And you aren't going to uh, ruin days of work for me just because you don't agree with it now. How tough is it for you to walk around with a goddamn video camera filming me? It was very tough. <laughs> following you around. You're stumbling all over, falling all over. Right. I, I couldn't keep you centered. Focusing. Yeah. This thing... I... Did you really use wide angle? Yeah. It looks beautiful, though. You're going to love it. I'm thinking I'm going to do it on an IMAX. What? I'm not that big. Oh, you will be. No, I don't want to be on anything that makes me look that big. I'm not interested. Just give it a shot. Come out to my premiere. I'm not going to your premiere. Uh, I'm getting Catherine on this now. Cease and desist. And this Actually, is not- Catherine's on board. She helped me, uh, you know... I'm trying to buy a spot load to uh, throw these things on with. You're not using this show to pimp your movie. Oh, I am. I got more important things to talk about. I've already bought, you know, a full uh, schedule with the station. I'd like that to immediately get revoked. Can't. They've already cashed the check. I'm talking to San Antonio immediately. Clear Channel headquarters. They're already fully behind it. Actually, you know, they're they're talking about letting me into a couple of the uh, billboards. Uh, Dubs, I know you're in the middle of your big movie premiere and what you got going on, but mm-hmm. please forgive me if I stop you so that we can talk to the greatest guitar player in the history of the of the world. Joining us in the hideout, the one and only Slash. Slash, I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs. Welcome into the hideout in Central Florida. How are you, man? I'm good, man. What's happening? Jesus Christ, this is like I'm shaking. You're a freaking legend. <laughs> I think that's just from the alcohol withdrawals right now. I, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you know how to fix that now. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to ask, how do you cure a hangover? That's my biggest thing. I well, it's, that's how the bad problems start. You cure a hangover with more alcohol. Okay. I, and then it next turns into a lifelong habit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if Slash says that's the cure, then that's the cure. Yeah, I don't know. People always talk about Mexican food or, you know, like something spicy and this, that, and the other. I don't know where they got that from. I don't know. In fact, I'm throwing up Mexican food last night after I'm out there drinking this insane combination that yeah, I have. That sounds pleasant. Thanks for sharing. Uh, anytime, <laughs> my friend. Uh, I said this the other day. You were obviously at the Earth Day birthday uh, here in Central Florida last Saturday. And I said it when we came on the air Monday that every person should have the opportunity to see you play live at least once in their life. And I got that opportunity. Upcoming chances, too, as Velvet Revolver are going to be in uh, Tampa, Florida on Tuesday the 24th at the St. Pete Times Forum and also in West Palm Beach on uh, May 25th at the Sound Advice Amphitheater. But first and foremost, man, um, what's it like to just to, to be back out there again with being with Velvet Revolver, being with the the old crew, and then joining up with uh, with Scott? Um, it's just it's great being in a in a in a band, you know, because that's that's my big thing. Is I've always liked being in bands, and I'm always jamming with a lot of people. But you know, ever since 
let's see, the last snake pit thing I did, which was, I guess it's uh, sort of ended in 2001, um, I was just putting bands together, trying to put bands together, trying to find the right people to play with, and it's just, it's complicated, it's a very, really difficult thing to do, and then this thing just sort of came out of nowhere, it was, uh, the, you know, something I just wasn't expecting, I was in the process of putting a, a band together at the time, and I started playing with Duff and Matt, we did this one show together, and uh, I was like, going, well, why am I playing with these guys if I can get twice as much out of it playing with Duff and, and Matt? And so that's how it started. And then, you know, Dave Kushner and then eventually Scott. And it was just, we just clicked right away. So it's great to be out here and have the record do well and not having to compromise anything, how we sound or how we write or anything like that, and just do things our way and have it go over really well. And the shows have been great. And everything's just been a real, it's been a real gas. Uh, c- compare and contrast, if you were talking to Slash here in the hideout on Roll Radio 104.1, obviously GNR, just the most amazing uh, band, one of the most amazing bands ever. And then how tough was it when you said you're trying to get you're trying to get the new thing going you're doing the snake pit was it easier for you because you were slash or did you still run into just some insane stumbling blocks well i mean you know it's like it's hard to explain that one um it's there's always some stumbling blocks along the way no matter what but when i you know having left gnr and then you know starting snake pit for me was really liberating because it went back to basically just a simple rock and roll band playing in a lot of clubs and this and that and the other and it was fun i really needed it because guns had turned into basically that thing that's that kills all all really good rock and roll bands is when it becomes a job you know when you're not having a really good time anymore. yeah so that was a lot of fun but it's always a lot of hard work and it's just it comes with the territory so anytime you're going to pick up an instrument and go out and try and do this for a living always know that it'll be you know outside from the time that you're actually creating it'll be hell <laughs> right. So you do know, you, that's just what, the way it is. So you prefer the uh, the clubs to the huge. Uh... I like all of it. I like I like doing the whole thing. It's just the the thing about when you're playing in in stadiums. And I think the Stones are a great example because what you have to do is you have to break it up. You can't just do a year straight of nothing but coliseums and stadiums or whatever because it be, it, it starts to become very surreal and you start to fall into. Um, a kind of just, uh, I don't know what the, the hard, it's hard to explain, but you just call, fall into this weird vacuum which has no sense of reality. I know this, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, we're talking a slash here in the hideout. Alright, so I'm seeing you perform, and I'm lucky enough, I was over in the VIP section, thanks to our buddies over at Real Rock, and I'm watching you, dude, and you, and you, and I remember the videos for like Paradise City and just all this. What are you looking at? Like, when you're on stage and you're doing your thing, are you, it looks like you're looking down. We can't ever really see your eyes because of the hair. But do you ever focus on people in, uh, like in particular? Like you pick out a hot chick, or is it just like just the sea of whiteness and movement, and you I don't just, even see people? I just see people in passing. <laughs> okay. Um, I usually, like you said, I have, I have my, my eyes down usually, and then and then every so often I'll look up for a second just to see what's going on. But that's really briefly compared to like the other guys in my band who actually look at the audience for 75% of the show. Right. I'd probably say um, I probably look at the audience probably maybe 10, 15% of the show. Okay, because I'm, I'm noticing everybody else jumping around, but man, you just look like you were in your own world there, which is insane, knowing that there are so many thousands of people there rocking out, just like staring at you. 
Yeah, I, I just as a player, you know, I just get really into that whole guitar thing. Right. And that's that's basically how I've always been. You know, it's like that's actually the one, the one, the one place where I can actually communicate properly. <laughs> you know, it's so. I mean, you say that too, but like Dubs and I, we can't talk to people outside if we're not like on the air. Yeah, exactly. We, right? we look down at the ground. Which nobody would even understand how that works, but it's true. It's like you put me, put me in a in a place where like a mall or something. And I break out in a cold sweat. Oh, yeah, yeah it's definitely a comfort myself. zone type thing. Absolutely. Let me on stage with a guitar, and I'm okay. Yeah, man, that's your element, no doubt. Yeah. Now, let me say, what about the partying days? And, I mean, I'm sure the stuff with, with GNR was insane. Um, which band, maybe, have you have you seen the craziest stuff? I mean, is uh, the Velvet Revolver, I mean, it's kind of the same crew you're running around with, but I know Scott's trying to maintain his whole... You know right. his whole thing. Um, well, you know, I think we're a little bit wiser, and right. a lot. A lot of the stuff I have to tell you just gets old. It, you know, the, uh, the the quality. <laughs> I don't know if I should get into this, but sure, yes, like please. when I first started, when, before I even picked up a guitar, I was raised in a family that was basically uh, the product of the 60s you know or they were they were the youth of the 60s and I was a product of that and it was all about drugs and booze and hanging out and you know the whole sex thing it was a constant going on that's the environment I grew up in so I never really thought twice about it and then when I started playing guitar and you know uh, well by, by the time guns started you know I'd been in like four or five bands already and that just was sort of you know the partying thing was just like was just sort of the norm and we just took it to extremes but there was a quality to to that kind of atmosphere that's changed over the years. And so at this point, you know, it's like having done, been there, done that, seen it all, it's like I still like to go and have a drink and a bar or right. whatever. But the whole drug thing sort of phased out. But along with that, the whole quality of drugs anyway <laughs> sort of yeah. went down the toilet. So actually what happened is even if you wanted to keep up a pretty decent, you know, like what you call a solid drug habit, just the quality or the availability of it started to go away. It just got to be too much of a pain in the ass. You know, and that's what's so weird because we went to go see P-Funk not too long ago. Some guy throws a doob up on stage and Claude, George Clinton just picks it up and starts smoking it. I'm like, how crazy do you have to be smoking something, you know, a fan Wait, George Clinton. Really? Yeah, he somebody threw a dupe on stage. He just picks it up and lights it up, and he's going to town at the House of Blues. It was insanity. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So I, we're not gonna keep you, man. We, I know you got a whole bunch of stuff. We, well, uh, we're, I'm in, I'm in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, right now. Oh, so this <laughs> so is you got nothing to do. Yeah, I'm, right. in the, I'm in the production office. <laughs> oh, get out of the wicked. And it's freezing cold up here. Uh, you got what do you got? You guys working on some new stuff? Because of course the Velvet Revolver, VelvetRevolver dot com. You got the CD out. Contraband is. I mean, you guys even beginning to. Well, yeah, we've been writing this whole time, and so that's been going great. And as soon as this tour is over, we're gonna. Well, actually, there's a break in the summer where we're gonna take like three weeks off and just compile a bunch of material, and then in September we're gonna start what you call pre-production. But then we just recorded a song for this Fantastic Four movie, which will be a new original song coming out this summer. So I'm excited about that. Does, is that where most of the writing goes on? Is on the road? Um, well, when you're on the road, you have to do whatever you can do while you're on there. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, while you're out here, you you know, you find any like at sound check, we write a lot of sound check. Um, and then in hotel rooms, I got a thing that I record with, and I just put ideas down. And then, you know, wherever else we get a chance to just sit and fuck around. Oh, oh hold on. Oops, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. You're a rock star. Whatever. Uh, Slash from Velvet Revolver joining us in the hideout. So you talk about you're out there, you're you're doing stuff during the day, you're writing, you're putting things together. What about what else are you doing during the day? Because I was thinking about this. We're rolling around over at uh, the at the uh, Earth Day birthday. Because you guys go on stage, the sets, you know, about an hour, maybe a little bit longer. 
Hour and a half. What are you doing for the other 22 hours of the day? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of sleeping, but I mean, you, are you the cat that's going to go sneak into a movie theater? Are you sitting on the bus? No, I, you know what? When I'm on the road, it's, it's I'm, a, I'm a real sort of rock dog. You know, it's like, um, you know, you do the gig and then you maybe hang out for a while afterwards, get back to the hotel. And a lot of the times you're traveling and you spend God knows how many hours on the bus just getting from one place to the other. And when you finally get in, if there's something in particular that you want to do, I guess you go and do it. Like, um, for me, I have to go to this museum tomorrow because there's this new exhibit going on. But other than that, I usually just hang out at the hotel bar or a local club and then, you know, get to work, do sound check, and then just hang out at the gig and whatever, talk to you guys. All right, imagine how insane that is. You're just, uh, your, your chick's dragging you to the uh, museum. You're thinking, God, this is going to be awful. And then you run into Slash there. He's at the goddamn museum. That's insanity. Uh, <laughs> um, what about, I read something about... Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob, they, like, rented out your place or something? No, well, they they got divorced, which I guess right. that's something that happens at that house that I bought. I think there's, I think it's haunted, and I think there's something wrong with it. Anyway, it's a great house, and I built a studio in it. And so I got divorced there. And I guess <laughs> nice. apparently uh, a couple before me got divorced there, and then somebody else died there. And, um, and then what's what's the, what's his name? Um, uh, the producer, Phil Spector. Yeah, um, he lived there for a while. And <laughs> oh, God. It is cursed. Anyway, so so it's got a history. Anyway, so Angelina and Billy Bob bought it from me, and then they got divorced. And Billy Bob still lives there. I just saw him the other day over there. Oh no! And like, who are you, who are your your, your chum chum buddies? Uh, any, um, by the way, we're talk, we'll talk to you forever. So you let us know when you gotta go. <laughs> all right, you just you just um, say, hey, enough, guys. I gotta beat it. Usually just the guys in the crew and the band for the most part. I mean, other than that, you know, there's obviously my wife and kids and, right. and a couple of friends that we have, which are just pretty anonymous. And then, uh-huh. you know, I, I know a couple, you know, so-called, we, we, you know, famous people, I guess, that I hang out with. But uh, I'm pretty lucky. All right. Well, hey, man, I'm not going to keep anymore. Plus, we we got bills to pay. But uh, <laughs> Slash Velvet Revolver, I'm telling you, and I'm not even making this up. I said everybody should have the opportunity to see this man play live at one point in their life. And you got the chance. Tampa on the 24th, West Palm Beach on the 25th. Check it all out, velvetrevolver.com. It was an absolute pleasure, Slash. Well, it was good talking to you guys. Thanks for all the compliments. You betcha, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank all you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Wow. Awesome. I had to say, I thought that was pretty good. Damn. <laughs> that was freaking... Just, that was just, Slash, dude. chimes in with the damn. That was Slash. I gotta soak that in for a sec. How late are we You've on already commercials? Soaked. No, I'm not a drunk. All right, I tell you, like, we got a break, don't we? Yeah. Christ almighty, let's take a break. <laughs> for like the next half hour. All right, we're going to play commercials for the next 20 minutes, and then we'll come back. But I think you're willing to forgive us. Is uh, Hey, first Nelson, then Slash. You get, keeps on getting better. You get nothing but the best in the hideout. Next week, it'll be the Pope. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, Half Bay and Dubs. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hey, I went out and smoked uh, during this commercial break. Did my normal thing. Hit an ash slash. Look at you. That's Thank- for you, buddy. Thanks again to Slash for joining us here in the hideout. Because of that, we're running so amazingly late, so I have to get caught up on commercial breaks. Oops. Gabriel, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. 
I want to say that you're totally right about Slash. He's such a great guitar player. Everybody should see him live. I saw him once when I was a kid with GNR. I saw him a few years ago with Snakebit at the house, and he's just excellent. Yeah, you know, you're right on. I appreciate that, Gabriel. I mean, lucky son of a bitch getting to see GNR. Yeah. I was a kid. You know, I was, what, like 12 or something, I think. When Man, he's were... just a down-ass dude. You know what I mean? I've heard stories. I mean, I've heard... Like I mean, a couple of our buddies I think have interviewed him and talked to him, and we just know he's a you know he's always a fun guy. So, but anyway, that's just one of those things where. Actually, one of my friends interviewed him before, and uh, he was in studio, and uh, when he was he was uh, smoking in studio, the engineer came in, said, "Hey, you can't do that in here." Took it out of his hand, put it out on the council, and uh, he looked at the the engineer, just lit another cigarette, kept on doing the interview. Who was it? Who did it? It was at uh, GRD over in Grand Rapids. Oh, was it Susie who interviewed him? No, it was another friend. Oh, okay. Well, right on. That's so, I mean, that's what you do when you're a rock star, though. What, you're going to engineer? You're going to try to tell me not to smoke in here? I'm Slash. Yeah. You're going to tell me not to <laughs> that, that, drink in here? That's kind of the look he gave the engineer. I'm Slash. And lit up another one. Maybe you don't know who I am. Um, My name's Slash. I played in GNR. Now, your wife would probably gladly uh, want to do something to me, but I'm not going to say that to you because I'm Slash. I have class. I don't need you giving me crap about smoking in this little crappy st- studio in Scranton, Pennsylvania, in Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan. You're lucky I'm here. Why don't you take your little engineering master's degree and run along, you dork? I'm Slash. That's all I would have just kept saying. I'd love to talk to that engineer. <laughs> see what he was thinking. Why don't you go build your little wooden plane? I'm Slash. Come on. I want to be a rock star. In the worst way. Apparently, I'm going to be a movie star. You hey. are. You're going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be like supersize me, but drunk. What? And why is this all like fat? It's all like these fat comments. What are you talking about? Supersize I'm just, me, I'm just talking Moore. about you uh, going through the uh, whole drinking thing nothing about fat you brought that up how about i do that you want to do that 28 straight days of alcohol i like that man i don't think i take it no i know you can you can take one night of heavy drinking i see i don't know that's why i'm designated driver tonight i'm not effing around with that dude hey uh our boy tyson from promotions how drunk was i last night at club paris man can you hear me how drunk was i Definitely pretty wasted, uh, stumbling. But you know, we all had a good time. You were having a good time. It's all that really matters. I was a dancing machine too, wasn't I? Oh, you were cutting a rug, buddy. So I danced with Erica Promotions, guys. She said I'm a good dancer. I think everyone was dancing with Erica that night. Ooh, Ouch. I don't know what that Ouch. means. Damn, he just cut the squaws. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Called her. How dare he? Butter, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. F.A., great up? interview, bro. Dubs, too, man. Don't forget about J-Dubs over there, but thank you. <laughs> all right. Hey, man, y'all hang tight. Good interview. Oh, all right. Hey, that's the greatest call in the history of the hideout. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to take another break, I guess. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You know what we need to talk about? And Kyle brings up something. If Kyle wants to hang tight on the phone, mm-hmm. he wants to talk about Tuttle and Chunks on the Monsters this morning. I'd like to get into that a little bit, because it's Friday the 13th, um, and something odd happened. What happened? Chunks didn't lose. 
It's Friday the 13th, and he has a bounce in the step today. Because he was even telling me about something that happened to him at the club last night. Hey, see if that Slash calling back. If he wants to do another 20 minutes, we'll do it. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Half Fan Dubs, 407 and Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phones. The Hideout engineer, Tony, is on the hotline. Oh, I understand you're smoking. Smoking in the studio? No, we aren't smoking. I think you are. And that's not cool if you're smoking in the studio. I told you, now it's your problem. You're going to get smoke all in the console, smoke all, and who's going to fix it? Tony, I'm busy. I'm sitting on myself right now. Well, how are you busy? I'm eating. Eating a whole turkey. You think that's easy? Why don't you try taking a turkey in the studio, huh? What's wrong with you? You can't be smoking in the studio. I'll put that out. I'll put that on your head. Then it's your problem. You want that put out in your head? Uh, I don't get a damn if you're slash or not. Oh, that's your we, problem. We aren't slash. We're all up in jail. I don't care who you are. What's the, matter? What's the matter with you? Slash was on the phone. You leaving cubes all in the studio? You what? think that's not your problem? You guys are sick. Yeah? Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, hideout engineer Tony. I didn't... Didn't mean to upset you. I guess uh, with the pubes in the studio and everything, he's been kind of uh, stewing over that. Oh, my Oops, God. Oops, didn't mean to say stew around him. Now he's hungry. Yeah. Oops. All right, people are telling me about my cure for a hangover. Um, man up. I didn't think that was actually a cure, manning up. But I guess it is. Brian, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey. What's up? What's up, guys? I love your show. Let me just tell you right away that uh, that, that interview was the coolest damn thing I've ever heard in my life. Wow, thank you, man. In fact, I think you guys did a really good job. I liked you guys before, but now I'm really a big hideout fan. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. But on the, on the uh, sour note, I uh, decided last night to have a relapse. I don't drink normally, but I, I decided to have a relapse and drink a whole bottle of whiskey. Of the big bottle. Classy. I don't, know, I don't even know how. <laughs> I don't even know how. And I woke up and I'm like, surely my roommate poured it out. And I called him. He goes, nope, you drank it all. Christ Almighty. Wow. And dude. I mean, and I took Tylenol before I went to bed, and that didn't help. Of course not. When you drink an entire thing of whiskey, when you're washing it down water with whiskey, I'm trying everything. I even smoked a cigar. Oh, I'm sure that's gonna help. Thank you, Brian. And here's <laughs> my point. I had personal training this morning or this afternoon at noon, which is essentially the morning. Yeah, for us. Schedule. And my trainer, who was great, just kicked my ass. Now, I don't know if he kicked my ass because he showed me new exercises or I was completely dehydrated. He kicked your ass, but didn't he give you a massage? He didn't give me a massage. Oh, I thought that's what you told me earlier. No, there was like there's like this foam thing that they, he did not give me a massage. I heard trainer and deep tissue massage, and I thought All right, somebody he's said, going the extra mile. If you have a friend, stop it. If you have a friend at a hospital... Uh, vitamin B shot and some straight oxygen. That fixes one of those uh, hangovers instantly. Yeah, we don't have that just sitting around at the house. Hmm. I'd we love to, though. Uh, by the way, I don't mm-hmm. know if our buddy Floyd, Dr. Floyd, is listening, who came in and filmed a week ago tonight. Hopefully he's coming in uh, for the uh, Friday night open-door policy. Starts at 9 o'clock here in the hideout. If you ever want to see the radio station, see the show, come hang out. We open the doors at 9 on Fridays. But he was there last night. Yeah, when we walked in, he uh, was there to greet us. He was there to greet us, and so we I feel so bad.
because I, we, you know, we shook him hand, his hand. We were very excited to see him, and but we were like getting rushed up to the VIP so that we yeah, could, so we could go, go say hi to Jana and say all hi them. to Jana and SBK and everybody. So we were up there, and I had you know my first drink, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go, gotta go hang out with Dr. Floyd. Gotta head back down, and he was gone. So I just don't want Dr. Floyd thinking we blew him off because we didn't. No, we came back down looking for you. In fact, I thought it was super cool. We ended up showing up mm-hmm. to come hang out. So hopefully he comes in tonight in the uh, open cure, open door policy, which is going to happen in a second, in about an hour or so. We open up the doors. Rick, you're in the hideout of Real Radio. Hey, Rick. Rick. All right, no Rick there. Hey, let's go ahead and get completely caught up. I, real fast, though, Chunks. Yes, sir. I was, obviously, I threw up. I got sick last night. Yeah. What about you? You didn't get sick because you were a stumbling fool, too. Yeah, you were just as drunk. Uh, no, nah, man. I heard you throwing up. I was just sitting back, relaxing. I beat uh, Revenge of the Sith last night. Didn't really get much sleep, man. For some reason, I didn't have a hangover at all. Like, I woke up, probably got an hour or two of sleep. You beat the game already? Yeah. It's Damn. really good, man. I, I didn't even cheat or anything, man. Just beat, went at it all night. It's uh, it kind of sucks though because it it kind of spoils the movie a little bit, but you know I couldn't help it. Wow, but, you beat the game that fast? Yeah, I seemed to focus more when I was a little bit buzzed. I kind of woke up this morning, I had to come into the monsters, thought a nice little buzz going on, and oh, you came in, and you weren't hungover? Uh, no, not at all. I'm surprised because I was stumbling for a while there. I think right when we left, and then now you didn't lose this morning. No, I didn't. What, so Tuttle... I was quite surprised at that myself. I had a pretty good... Uh, so Tuttle ended up winning this morning. Yeah, we uh, each had to do a stunt uh, mm-hmm. because Tuttle, uh, I guess, is uh, moping around and uh, Russ wanted to help him out, so we each had to pick a stunt. He ended up winning. What was your stunt? Uh, I took two lemon halves um, and I just jammed them in my eyes, like my <laughs> wide open oh. eyes. What? He yeah. still can't see out of one of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, so uh, that's what I something did. else in his other eye. <laughs> now, but you beat drunk. I beat out drunky. I beat out the uh, number one stunner. I was surprised. You know, I mean, I didn't win, of course, but you know, I still beat out drunky, which is surprised, man. That guy's like legendary. You saw his video. You know his stunt video. All right, well, good for you, man. Yeah, man. I can't believe you won. I'm surprised myself. I, I really am, but. Guess it worked out. Every dog has its day, so they say. That's the saying. That's the old cliche. It's been a terrible day for me. Me too. I mean, other than the slash interview, which mm-hmm. by the by far and away has been the highlight of the day, I had some awful stuff out. My computer at home, I can't even get on the internet anymore. Why not? I think I got some nasty viruses or something. Ugh. Because every time I log on, the computer usage is at a hundred percent, just like immediately. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you got something in there. I'm so effed on that computer. I was working out today, and my like halfway through it, my muscles all just cramped up, and I had to stop. And I feel like I'm going to throw up constantly because it's hangover. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Let's start the show. An amazing pre-show. Thank you to Slash for joining us. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Matt, you're in the hideout, Real Radio. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, buddy? Go. 
you know, y'all are doing great, one thing, and two, the yeah. interview was awesome. Chunks need to take a couple uh, pointers from you because he's a douchebag. Uh, exactly. I like the great call so far. What else is going on, bro? Hey, anytime he wants, if you want to challenge him, anytime he wants to, I'll challenge him to a full contact cage fight. <laughs> I, love, I emailed stupid. you a couple times, sick monkey. Uh, you know, you know what's funny too is that I've had people wanting to challenge him to cage fights, boxing matches. Yeah, I punish think... him tonight. That also cures a hangover. If you laugh a lot, that gets rid of your hangover. So if you, you know, just punish him. All right, you know what? You guys ain't cleaned your ears out in a while. Clean your ears with some Q-tips and then swab the inside of his mouth with it. All right, you know, I like you. You're an idea. Well, sick monkey. Thank you, brother. All right, buddy. Like that guy. Yeah, he's good. My favorite caller so far, Sick Monkey. Don't forget it's the hideout. You come up with whatever name you want to. This is uh, don't worry about your real names. Don't worry about faces. Just come on in and hang out. Uh, open door policy uh, here in about an hour. Nine o'clock we open up the doors and you come hang out here in the studio. Kyle, thanks for holding, man. What's going on, bro? What's up, guys? First off, your show rocks. Thank you. Great. It's nice to have real voices on after seven o'clock. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to call and let you know Chunks did awesome this morning. It was really nice to hear him in the morning and uh, beat the bear, at least. I, mean, I, I am truly shocked that you beat Drunky because at the hardcore match, you weren't even in the same league. No. Now, all of a sudden, you, you got over, which is just uh, it's almost silly to me. But, okay, I, every dog has its day, like I said. But, it's um, like watching Pee Wee uh, knock out Mike Tyson. Now, here's the odd thing about Tuttle. Tuttle was supposed to be here tonight. But we got a call that um, Angel's going to have to be in. So we're not exactly sure what's going on with Tuttle. I know there were some reports and some rumors. I, you know, I don't want to add any fuel to the fire, but Tuttle isn't here tonight, hideout general manager. But Chunks, he did us proud this morning on the Monsters, huh? He did, and uh, Tuttle did too, I guess, since he's part of your, your show. Right. So uh, Look at that. Look congratulations, at that. guys. Hey, I appreciate it, Kyle. The, the hideout guy, I guess, coming in number one and two yeah. this that, this morning. That was pretty crazy, though, this morning. Drunk and I went uh, went over to the uh, construction site where Tuttle was. There was, like, people waiting for him. He he had to, like, hide out there. Man. It was real strange. We were, make, uh, we were uh, calling. Actually, Drunky was calling in to the monsters to... Uh, Report into him, and I was sitting outside uh, smoking, and I found five bucks too, like just laying there on the dirt road right near the building. Man, it's pretty funny. So you just uh, got you found a five spot sitting on the floor. Isn't that the greatest feeling ever? Yeah, Don money is great. In fact, all right. So yesterday, this is kind of actually embarrassing, and some of you will be disgusted by this. But I put on some jeans that I hadn't been wearing. I hadn't worn maybe since Michigan because they fit me again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wore them out last night to Club Paris. Not only was there a $10 bill in them last night. There was also a little thing um, from the death of one of our buddies. To me, the greatest radio freak character of all time. This guy was a schizophrenic in Lansing, Michigan, by the name of Freaker. In fact, as an ode to him, that's why we do the what's new. What are you doing? What's new. And I I found it yesterday in my back pocket, the little announcement from his funeral that I went to, um, from Michael Lyle Hayes, Purple Hayes, the freak man. But um, but anyway, but that was really. But going back to you know, you find money just in pockets, and to actually find an entire five spots insane though. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people sometimes they find twenty dollars, you know, stuff like that. But so let me let me run down this real quick. Chunks didn't lose this morning. Actually, he gained financial income with five bucks found. That's true. And also, he wasn't hungover. 
It was a good morning for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty good, man. I had a lot of fun fun this morning, hang out with the monsters, and got a lot of work done. It's kind of relaxing. You know, it's really laid back. It's a beautiful day outside. I What is that? Normally, you have the like worst luck in the world. <laughs> I don't in know, fact, and also, you're talking about how beautiful the weather is. Usually, you, you're so down in the dumps. Well, you know, I had, I had a lot of time. You know, I was up early this morning, so I walked, you know, walked around doing some of the some of the stop sets, uh, commercial breaks during the show, and you ta- had a good time. Tara Vegeta's uh, sent me an email at hafeatwtks.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chunks isn't the only retard. Uh, you're really stupid if you got conned into training your PS2 games for beans. You should have put them up on eBay or on Half.com for like 30, 40 bucks, and you would have actually gotten what they're worth. He's like, it's just as stupid if you went and you sold your uh, books back at the college bookstore before you graduated. That is true. And and Chunks' luck got me then. Well, he told the story the other day, and it's not worth going into again, but hanging around this douche ended up screwing me out of about 50 bucks the other day. Mm -hmm. But for some reason today, of all days... He's finding money. And actually, I went with him earlier to go house hunting for him, and we found a great house at a reasonable price for him as well. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's like a rare find. I mean, it was just uh, nice. I think it's like five miles away from here. Seemed like a really cool neighborhood. There's a lot around it, a lot to do. So Bateman, our, uh, our producer, is going to be back tomorrow. He's finally coming down, moving down, bringing his dog. Everything's good to go with Bateman. Bateman will be here this weekend, and the two of you are house hunting. I think we found the perfect house for him. All right, this is a little creepy. It is the 13th. It's Friday the 13th. It's been bad luck day for us. I've had an all. I got my computers down. I'm hungover beyond all belief. And yet somehow on Friday the 13th, Chunks is getting over. It's his lucky day. <laughs> on everybody else's unlucky day, it's his lucky day. How is that? I don't know, man. God, I didn't even really think about it until you guys brought it up. But yeah, it's been a pretty cool day. I right, this is did you what did you end up kissing Denise the piece or anything at Club Paris like after midnight or something? Um, no, but actually, yeah, I did. That's right. I forgot about that right at the end. I needless to say, I was still a little drunk last night. But yeah, I did. Got a little, got a little peck. Right, a peck on the cheek doesn't count. But what? Fine with me. Than... I was dancing with girls. I had a great time last night. I did see him dancing last yeah. night too with a couple of chicks, and it was after midnight. How is this? How is that for your life that on Friday the 13th it ends up being one of the better days of your life? <laughs> I, I got no idea. I've... In fact, we're going out with Russ. Uh, obviously, Russ from the Monsters uh, coming up at 11 is going to be out at Latitudes. We're going to go hang out. What, are you going to find a glory hole? In a... You, you only have till midnight, though. You better hurry <laughs> up. You're wasting this precious gonna... time in the studio. Your dude friend's going to turn into a pumpkin. Oh, it's nasty. Please, like he hadn't had sex with a vegetable before. Ew. Jesse, you're in the hideout. What's up? What's going on, anti-chunks? Not much. I am just uh, actually driving down to Lakeland to go to a drive-in movie. Oh, the drive-in movie? What? Yeah, there's a drive-in theater. The closest one is to Central Florida is down in Lakeland. It's about an hour down I-4, but... Nice. 350, you get to see two movies. It's cool to come to check it out every once in a while. But what's going on? Well, I called to put the proverbial dingleberry on top of this imaginary Sunday that is Chunks' Friday the 13th. Right. Chunks, it's it's called Truth. 
he's, 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 he, and the truth is that the only reason Russ gave you the opportunity for him to maybe put you over a little bit is because you're attached to the mental giants that are Hefe and Dubs. And that was spoiled by the hideout general manager, the all-powerful Tuttle, who stepped in, screwed it for you, took the glory, and uh, just, you know, made, let you think that you were getting over. You know, and that's true, and thank you, Jesse, because even, even on a day that's supposed to be good for you, Tuttle still kicks your ass. Yeah, but you got to understand the way I am, just to not completely lose, and you know this, because I'll tell you this at, at home, if if something remotely small happened, that that's a victory for me. I'm I'm impressed with what I did. I'm not happy I lost because eleven hurt like hell. But I mean, I didn't lose, you know, and against Drunky especially. They were even giving him props because as a first time stunt in the stunner competition when Daniel Dennis was giving him tons of props. He was impressed with the level of difficulty on that stunt. I don't like this. I don't like this bizarro day. Yeah, I don't like him getting props. You're not here to get props. You're here to get water. Dry cleaning. Hmm. That's why you're here. Sorry. We're going to have to do We have to change his luck. Yeah. At some, some point tonight, we got to see. Oh, you know what? Let's take a break, Dubs. Let's come back. There's actually a few things. Uh, speaking of things that are radio. Oh, yeah? I got something here. Who knew there was a radio show called White Viewpoint? Oh, I did. I've got I've got the best of my car. The CD that they sold, you mm-hmm. pick it up? Oh, yeah. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back. Funny. Uh, apparently, there's a professor with Nazi and KKK ties, and he got in a little trouble, and he went on a radio show called White Viewpoint. And we actually have, apparently, some other potential topics from this show. Talk about that next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Who's gonna teach you how to dance? Who's Not okay. Come on, I'm a great dancer. Putting a lot of the ladies out there last night at Club Paris. Tonight we're going oh, out. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, tonight we're going out to uh, Latitudes, hanging out with Russ from the Monsters. That's going to be from 11 to 1. Chew, are you coming out with us? You got to work. Dude, I'm here until like early, early morning hours. Son of a bitch, man. You don't never like to party with us. Dude, I haven't got to hang out with you guys at all yet. I saw you at the Earth Day birthday. It was, uh, but, um, but uh, other than that, you know, yeah. it, was, uh, it was a good time. All right, so Dubs. Yes. I figure you would get a little, uh, I'm not going to say enjoyment out of this, but it's something that you would see. I find it entertaining? Possibly. Okay. Uh, professor with Nazi and KKK ties shocks and angers the campus. Apparently it was some school in New Jersey. And shortly after his dismissal, he went on the radio show White Viewpoint uh, to talk about the Jewish plutocratic university, as he called it, and described the school's men's basketball team as inward to the core. They're inward to the core over there, those black boys playing that basketball. So I, I can't even believe that there's a radio program called White Viewpoint. Why not? You don't want to hear uh, 
Hey, you're on White Viewpoint, and we're going to be talking about cross-burning etiquette. Is that what they're doing on on, uh, on White Viewpoint, you think? White. White. White Viewpoint. Say it right, son. Today on White Viewpoint, who's the biggest threat, blacks or Mexicans? I think the Mexicans. Or as I call them, the Mexicans. Tonight on White Viewpoint, how to encourage black-on-black crime. Taking your calls. Tonight on White Viewpoint, teach your kids fun games like Smear the Queer. Why are you sounding like W? What is that? That's odd, isn't it? That was that was somewhat sub, uh, subconscious. Tonight on White Viewpoint, what minorities are actually good for, labor and sex slaves. Only on White Viewpoint. We're not shock jocks. We're just tellers of the truth. White Viewpoint. Tonight on White, White, White Viewpoint. And lovers are just as bad as the ends. What? All right, that's where I draw the line. That's on White. White Viewpoint. I th- White. I thought they already had a show like that. I thought it was called The O'Reilly Factor. What say you? The Radio Factor with Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Please. Why? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Today on White Viewpoint. LAPD five gunshot blasts were in self-defense. On White Viewpoint. What say you? Give me a call, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Tell me your white point of view. What What say you, white viewpoint? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, man. All right, I was just, look, I, I was just surprised. Tonight on white viewpoint. All right. Why are their hands white? Stop it already. Now you just now this That's is wrong. this isn't an ex- what is your viewpoint on that whites? This isn't an opportunity for you to say into some jokes that you want to tell. These are all stuff I have on the best of white viewpoint in my car. Tonight on white viewpoint, brainstorming new racial slurs. Only I call them catfish. What? Don't ask me why. I just think it's funny. I don't even know what that means. Oh, my God. All right, enough of the white viewpoint. Stop with the music. Now I'm even starting to get... I'm looking over... Me and Chewy are looking over our shoulders. Like something's going on. Why? Oh, what viewpoint? Derek, you're in the hideout, Real Radio. Hello? I just want to say that I think there should be more programs like white viewpoint. I don't know what white viewpoint is, but... They got the ACLU and whatever else, then why not be white and be proud? You don't have to be racist. Okay, that's every pretty much show on the what? AM dial. Watch CBS. Yeah, watch Fox. Be white and proud there. Yeah. That's all over the radio. <laughs> Usually in syndication, too, ironically. Hmm. There are entire channels built on that. The why viewpoint. Why? Come on, whites. Band together. And be white. Let's whitewash them. 
Oh, it's... There's a white elephant sale. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Rose, you're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. What's up? Hey, I wonder if you, know if you can send Chuck, uh, Chunks to uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show in City Walk tonight. It's Friday the 13th. Come on. You know what? Let's send Chunks. I would be actually kind of fun. Uh, what do you think about that, Chunks? It's Rocky Horror Picture Show night, I guess, on a Friday the 13th. Maybe go out and meet some new friends, new buddies. Yeah, why not? If you want to send me, I'll go. You're not going to get the night off. Huh. Luck isn't that great where you get to go watch a movie. Mm -hmm. Dubs, what about that? Do you think that guy bring up brought up a good point where whites no longer have a voice in America? I'm sorry, I couldn't even say that without laughing. <laughs> I mean, what is that serious? Us whites need to come together, take down the colors that are pearling us down. This whole country is trying to become one color, and we don't like it. Us wives. But seriously. Why is it that we don't have dominant gene? What is that? Why does the darker always go over? Why? Why do I have a brown-eyed baby? You should have nice blue eyes. Um, I like my whites really white. Let me ask you, though, for real, though, as a white man, mm -hmm. are, you, are you oppressed? No. It's so easy to be white. Finally, thank God someone would admit it. It really is when you think about it. I get the better jobs. I get picked first in basketball. Do you? Hmm? Because wow. I'm white. And they feel bad for me. I'll put you on the good team. Come on. <laughs> Come on, white boy. Now, you end up being team captain because you can shoot. Yeah. They always put me on the key. You don't even know what the key is. You just said that like you knew. You said key like you actually knew what was going on there. What about you, Chewy? Your Puerto Rican ass. Everything's easy for me. I see now. It's easier for Puerto Ricans and Mexicans. It's popular to be Hispanic right now. I know. This is so They got radio stations. They're blowing out other radio stations to make radio stations for... They're blowing out the nice white ones. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you don't, you want to talk about some hatred? When they did that to that station down the hall, oh. I got people coming at me. Are you actually, yeah, we talked about this. You get people coming out of the woodwork that have that hold me personally responsible for that station. What did you do to my station? Exactly. I uh, we were in D.C. Yeah, we were in D.C. when they flipped uh, a very legendary alternative station, WHFS, to um, to Spanish El Sur. And and it was like I did it. Exactly. Like, goddamn El Jefe playing all his Spanish music. And then the stupid-ass company bought into it and made me go work over there. <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't even know this music. They already gave you Columbus Day. My Spaniards. Dude, there were people in this building that were like, Angel, that's a perfect fit about for you. And I'm like, okay, what about me makes you think that it's I'm going to put you a perfect fit over there, you know? Because of you, my skin color? Exactly. You, you hear me ro rocking the sod as I drive in to t uh, work here? Oh, Chuck, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Uh, hi. There are two issues of overriding importance to the future of this nation. It lies in the presence of non-whites in our society. Is those two issues that the politically correct liberals and the politically correct Democrats refuse to speak the truth about about 
the fact that uh, we got nine whites in our, in our society is being ruined. America's being turned into a dab dong dang third world country. <laughs> Only on white viewpoint. You're very white. Instead of right, we say white. You are white, sir. You are white. You're the whitest. Here, here. I say. All right, now people want to get into a debate about affirmative action. It's not reverse racism. Don't be retarded. Please. I love it how... With White the- people being pissed off at minorities is like, you know, the Yankees being pissed off at the Red Sox all the time. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, they never... You know, they never win or anything. You know, you've always had it over them. Why don't you just leave them alone? It's not even like it's the Red Sox. It's like the yeah. Devil Rays. Yeah, it's like, it's like the the Yankees picking a grudge with the Devil Rays. Saying, hey, you're our bitch now, all right? I'm going to hold you down. I'm not going to let anybody trade to you. All right. Matt Hubbard goes, is Dubs trying to do his W impression? Why do you ask? <laughs> what viewpoint? All right. Stop, please. My ears burn now. <laughs> they literally do. They absolutely burn. It is always a touchy subject, though. Why? For some reason, people are now mad at us because some professor <laughs> goes on a show called White Viewpoint. <laughs> Somehow they're mad at us now. Why do y'all got to bring up the race card? How we, you guys are always bringing up the race card. They got a show called White Viewpoint. White on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go buy me some white out. <laughs> brought to you by... Well, we can't say brought to you. We don't know that. I'm not going to say that, Chunks. Because it wasn't funny. Yeah, that was kind of horrible, bro. And just because I tell you to turn your mic off and say your joke, that doesn't mean say it into my ear. <laughs> you say it, and then if it gets no reaction from Chewy over there, then you don't say it on the microphone. Let's take a break. We'll come back, J-Dubs. We'll talk about something less controversial. Pe- penises. But only white penises. It's the hideout. But only good penises. All right, stop. <laughs> Side out over radio one oh four point one. I really like those white stripes. This is Oasis, isn't it? It's just an observation. Oh. I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'm El Jefe, that is J-Dubs. Chunks is here, answering your phone calls, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Chewy, handling the talk and roll controls. we got to get Drone a hideout name. we gotta get. We got to be better about that. I got the best name for him. What? Oh, Why? <laughs> We'll just call him White. I think Daron's a pretty good name. No. Whitey? Casper? Everybody has to have a hideout name. I don't like Daron. Daron's silly. Huh. It's not wide enough. <laughs> Makes you sound like one of the... All right, I'm not going <laughs> to... 
<laughs> That's even too much at that point. Yeah, we'll come up with a name for you at some point. Bueller. You remind me of Ferris Bueller for some reason. Maybe it's that smug smile of yours. I'll take that, because he was probably a childhood uh, hero of mine. All right, you're Bueller from now on. Bueller's here. Chewy's here. We're all hanging out. By the way, open door policy here in about 30 minutes. We open up the doors of the hideout. Happens every Friday night at 9. Come on in and hang out. And what were you telling me during the commercial break, Chewy? Somebody's coming a long way to hang out? Yeah, we got a guy coming in all the way from Lakeland. He's been checking in, getting directions the whole way through. He's probably should be turning in any moment now. Actually, he's downstairs. There we go. Oh, wow. All right. Well, we'll grab him. And at, the, at 9 o'clock, the doors swing open. So come on in and hang out in the hideout. It's a lot of fun. Um, Because we like to talk about uh, manhood. All right, so here's the thing. When we were up in Michigan, yeah, Dubs would constantly watch this public access television uh, show. I cannot remember what it was called, though. But the funny thing about this show is you you were allowed to do call-ins to it. And so it was a TV show you could call into, and it was public access and very, very low rent. And so everyone at the radio station would call in and... With different voices and all this kind of stuff. And just goof. Absolutely just goof and do phony phone calls and the whole bit. Actually, our morning guy there went on the show one time. That hack. That <laughs> douche. Um, now, I don't know if it's the same guy or not who's in trouble, Dub. Yeah. But there was a three-minute segment, and I heard uh, Shannon Burke talking about this a little bit. It consisted of a full-screen close-up of a man's genitals um, in front of a drape that covered the rest of his body. And apparently he was doing jokes. So this guy, though, is in trouble as the uh, court holds up or upholds the Indecent Exposure Convention for his talking member. Now, believe it or not... Believe it or not, they actually thought it talked up there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's dubs, and they got real set school system, and yeah. his mom's a janitor. I can't believe that penis talks. I've done this before. What? Um, With my ex-chick, I would draw eyes on my thing and have it talk to her. What would it say? Look how small I am. <laughs> Touch me. I don't know. No. No, he didn't, Bueller. I'm an any. <laughs> That's not what... All right, this is not going to turn into a whole joke thing about me and my manhood. Put me on, I'm a light switch. Stop. Please just stop. It's been an awful enough day, and I still have this hangover. Can you can you do me that one favor, please? You don't throw out a, I made my penis talk. You've never line. done that? No, thing? I haven't. What I have done with mine is uh, right before I'm ready to go with my chick... I'll use it as like a uh, uh, towel rack, you know, and I'll just like lay a lay a towel over it and walk in, you know, the towel's levitating in front of me. Oh no! Uh. What's the most towels you've ever been been able to hold up? Um, you know, I I, I was able, actually able to pick up one of those uh, towel things that they had at the hotel that they used to push, <laughs> like like the janitor. <laughs> Right, why are you making fun of me now? All of a sudden, you get to be Mr. Uh... Wow. What can I say? I'm gifted. Yeah, I kinda... You know why? Because I'm wild. No, stop it. <laughs> don't even. Please don't go back to that bit. Let's leave that one in the past. See, I do kind of like what Dubs does, only I don't use towels. I use donuts. Stop. And you see how many you can line on it. Okay. I was able to get one. <laughs> now I'm getting uncomfortable. 
But you, this guy's getting in trouble for quote unquote, uh, ex, you know, indecent exposure for this being on television. At least he wasn't there doing the helicopter. Yeah. Okay. I think every guy's done the helicopter once. We gave away a prize last week for it. No, that wasn't a helicopter. That was just slapping it around. Sorry. Okay, okay. All right. It's behavioral. I, I, I told you to wait till Ted to do this one because I knew I was going to slip up a couple times. You're fine. <laughs> it's just so odd to think that, that like, guys, it's like it's not enough. For that, for your manhood to do, just to serve its purpose. You're fu- like I'm watching Drunky the Bear, his video counterparts, and they're making that fruit basket. I'm just thinking, come on, that's that's one of the most interesting things I've ever seen. But come on. Yeah, I, I was trying to get you to, to sit down and watch it. You couldn't do it. You kept on walking out of the room, coming back, walking out, coming back. One thing we used to do when I, I was on the wrestling team, uh, there was a uh, chalkboard inside of the locker room, right outside where we took a shower at. So what we would do, we would uh, get the chalk dust going and get a nice film on the chalkboard, be wet and naked, run up to the chalkboard, kind of move our body to the side, and get an imprint of our body with the uh, manhood out there. That is so gay. (laughs) And leave it for whoever came in the next day. What's wrong? What are y'all doing there in Fowlerville, Dubs? It was funny. Okay, I'll grant it. It's funny. Whoa. It's going to break. <laughs> Not ready yet. It sounds like it was funny, but, I mean, how do you even think of this? I don't know. It, just something where, hey, I'm wet, there's some chalk. It is a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. I, I almost want to try that where I teach. Okay, you're asexual, so... <laughs> Okay, but a board, if it's a board, that's fine. I guess. It doesn't interfere. I'm sure there's some sort of a chalkboard fetish out there. You know what my cousin always used to do? What's that? Because we were basically growing up uh, with each other. He was older, though. And he'd be like, oh, Touch you? No. no. He'd be in the uh, kitchen. Hmm. He'd be like, come here, come here. I just, there's rat, rat brains. And he'd turn around, there was rat brains. I don't know if you know what rat brains are. He'd kind of grab well, the boys. All right. See, if it were me, I'd say cow brains. Whatever the case. <laughs> but it was just like, what are you doing? How dare you? One thing we used to do, um, I, uh, we'd always cut a hole in our pocket and then move ourselves into our pocket. Don't even. And then go go up to people at school. Hey, uh, I caught this turtle outside. Take a look at it. <laughs> Shut up! I swear. What's wrong with you? And the girls would be like, ew! It was girls? Yes. Do you know how much trouble you could get in now? I used to, we used to do a similar trick, only instead of saying look for it, what you'd do is you'd do the same thing doves would do. You'd put it into your pocket, but you'd walk up to a girl holding boxes, and you'd say, hey, could you get my keys out of my pocket for me? You guys are perverts, man. <laughs> I have another game. You guys ever play Kiss the Bunny? Yes. What's Kiss the Bunny? That's an old... All right. Here, let me see. You get your pants. Oh, yeah, you pull out your uh, your pockets. Pull out your pockets, and you tell the girl to kiss the bunny on yeah. the nose. That's an old John Leguizamo. I guess it was before John Leguizamo. That worked. That line totally worked for me one time. What? In California, dude. What kind of whores are you hanging out with? It was a strip club up in uh, Sacramento. Oh, strip club. How much did you pay for it? Nothing. She didn't think I would. She totally didn't think I would uh, whip it out. 
I don't want to hear about you and what's going on, Chewy. Furball. All right, people say they don't like Derone's name in uh, Bueller. I think Derone's a much better name. They want to call you Stein, as in Ben Stein. And I don't know if that's a how Jewish call, thing or a personality thing. How would we call him Stabone? He kind of reminds me of Boner <laughs> Stabone. I'm not going by anyone's name, Boner. Stabone? Stabone. Uh, I like Bueller. I think Bueller will grow on me. See, I, I like Derone. I know. No one likes Derone, trust me. My parents Derone. do. Derone. Derone doesn't bring it up anymore. I notice he kind of looks like Jason Lee a little bit. That is true, too. Have we not? Are you kidding me? Yeah, everyone says this to me now. It's the weirdest thing. I had never seen him before until people told you me I look like him. I can see that, especially because he's got the beard thing going. Yeah. But we can't call him Jason Lee because nobody really knows. But what's what's a character, like uh, one of his movie characters? He was in Mallrat. I know he's in Mall. I mean, he's in a ton of stuff. Should we just call him Mallrat? No. I like Mallrat. Mallrat's that's, that's too long. It's going to waste too much of your time. Hey, Mallrat. It's a too long of a name. That was actually pretty quick. No, it's very. Let me, let me go on the IMDb and check out his. Uh... Yeah, if you're gonna pull a character from him, at least let it be a cool one. Who's getting some? Mallrat. You're not getting any. You're asexual. All right, but let my character at least get some. Your character. Let me live vicariously through him. He was banging Shannon Doherty in that movie. I want the one where he's going for a uh, Joey Lauren Adams. And chasing Amy. All right. Uh, that was Banky. Your new name's Amy. That was good thinking on my behalf. He was Banky in that one. Banky? Banky. I like Banky. All right. We'll see. We'll see what sticks on you, Banky. By the end of the night, we're going to have a name for you. How did, uh, I didn't hear how this one ended up as Chewy. Somebody told me he looks like Chewbacca. <laughs> Reminds him of Chewbacca. Act so, absolutely. Let's take a break. We'll come back. This one, wait a minute. Just refer to me like, is that some kind of derogatory term? Yeah, from Latin to Latin. Yeah. From Mexican to Puerto Rican. I the, no, he, this. he did. Oh, he did? I'll take it from you. I won't take it from no cracker. What did I say? You, you said this one. Yeah, you didn't even shoot him like... You didn't even say my name or anything. What's this one's name? Like it's white viewpoint. Exactly. Huh? You've been hanging with doves too much. No, that chair was in the way. Well, how I do you pointed say at that? you with my thumb. So this one. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041. Is this cat? Is that a chick? Should we? Oh, you know, is this Catherine? Hi. Hey, hold on. I want to talk to you off the air. Actually, hold on a second, sweetie. Very cool. We'll talk to you off the air. Right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe, and that is J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, Chunks is here answering your phone calls. Chunks the Radio Bottom, who is having an amazing day, doing weather well, do, not losing on the monsters this morning, finding money, getting uh, dancing with chicks. Free booze. Free booze. It it's like a whole bizarro world for you right now. For everybody else, Friday the 13th is awful. For some reason, your luck changes on a Friday the 13th. I guess. Yeah, I didn't notice. All right, people are coming up. Now they want to play the game for Darone and give him names. We've thought about Bueller. People are uh, thinking that guy from um, Chasing Amy, Jason Lee. Spanky, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, uh, he also played... Uh, Banky Edwards and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and he played also played Brody 
in that movie that owned the comic book right. store. Yeah. I bro, you know what? Brody's not. Thank you, Spanky. Brody's not bad. A lot of people are giving me that on the uh, I am Brody. Call him Brody. Now I'm looking through uh, the IMDb with uh, Jason Lee, and he has some really odd names on here. Maybe we can find another one off of one of his more. What was his name in a uh, Dogma? Dogma. It was. He was that same character. Osriel. Ooh, Osriel. That's the cat from Smurfs. I can't be that name. And I also can't be Brody because that's a how about, that's how, Seymour Butts' son's name. How about uh, his name in Mumford? Skip Skipperton. Oh, that is perfect. In what movie? Mumford. Skip Skipperton is so Darone. You were from. I, is there one better? Let me see. Let me yeah, go. there's definitely one better than that. Skip Skipperton. Puggy. Puggy. Somebody gave me that one on the IM. Puggy. Uh, disheveled man. Very creative. <laughs> these guys on the IM. What are they doing? Going to IMDb. Mm-hmm. Bones. Please. That's what he would like. <laughs> well, Smuggle him. A lot. Mike, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, what about Harry Wookie? Huh? Harry Wookie? I've noticed, ironically, even though Chewie's named Chewie, you were hairier than Chewie. Oh, by a long shot. You got back here, don't you? And shoulder hair. I see it peeking out of your shirt, dude. Uh, yeah. And chest hair. It's, it's everywhere. I think we have some leftover in there if you want to clean it up. You know, speaking of hair... You know what I found on my couch today? What? I'm pretty sure I found one of those pieces of tape <laughs> with the hair on my couch. All right, so now the bad luck on Friday the 13th is affecting Skip Skipperton. I was about ready to kill Chunks. But Chunks is finding money. What's the name? Skip Skipperton? Skip Skipperton. No. I love the Skip Skipperton. I'll take the banky over that. Hmm. The How about Brian Shelby? The pizza guy, you're in the hideout. Hey, in the movie uh, Dreamcatcher, Jason Lee played the beaver. Yes, Ooh. Joe Beaver. Ooh, that's a good... I, by the way, Dreamcatcher... You want to call him Joe Beaver? Joe Joe Beaver? Like Joe Mama, but Joe Beaver? Mm-hmm. Did Joe call you? Joe Beaver? Joe Mama. Got you. Damn you. You always outsmart me. Every time. All right, what are we thinking? I, I'm gonna let you choose. Here are your choices. Skip Skipperton. That's a definite no. You can throw that one out now. Or Douche Chill. Or what? Douche Chill. <laughs> Who is that? I just thought of it. Now, what are my choices? I just gave them to you. Skip Skipperton. It is. Uh, no, I, I really hey, think Skippy. See, and I don't want to go by that name. No, you won't go by Skippy. You'll go by Skip. Skip Skipperton. Give me a give me a one name. Think, name. Hold on, hold on. Let's think about it. Let's think about it for a second. We're back in the hideout. I'm Alfa. It's J Dubs. Chunks taking your phone calls. Skip Skipperton on the talk and roll controls at floats. Except for I am not on the talk and roll controls. But if and, you ever sit in. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Because Chewie's manning the talk and roll controls right now. Okay, so that one went right past me. All right, somebody's calling. How about just Flaming Mo? I like that. But he's asexual. That's the problem. Douche chill. About the, every time, that's like we're calling you. Douche chill. What? And, what? Then, and then you answer to that. Where is that drop from? Did someone call in with that Douche today? chill. Look at that. You even have your own drop. So when you're here... 
Douche chill. And then when Chewy's here, we get the Chewy drop. Chewbacca. But then I have the I have a worse name than your radio bottom. His name is Chunks. Are you kidding me? That is not worse. I'm douche chill. You are. Isolate that. And, and Isolate I, it. That is horrible that I just said that. <laughs> that is horrible. Sean, you're in the Sean, you're in the hideout. Hey, hey, I got I got a good idea for a name. He's sexless, right? So call him Reno, just like Janet Reno. Alright, you know what? The Janet Reno thing's pretty funny. Reno. Deuce Chill Reno. It's going to get too long. No, it's not. I have like 20 names. You got to find the... Chill. Look at that. People are now calling your name out. Hmm. We got Tobias to say your name from uh, Arrested Development. Oh, is that who that is? That's great. David Cross said your name. And can you imagine it when you get your own radio show? Yeah. Can you imagine that name in lights? Deuce Chill, taking you home. I don't like it. You do like it? You even said it yourself. You even said your own name. It's a good thing uh, Chewy over there is having a little trouble. <laughs> What's the problem, Chewy? Don't try to redirect this on me. I isolated that. We got it. I got everything under control. <laughs> We're all good, my friend. We're absolutely. Right, we I got Darone here sitting in with us. Nah, that's that's please. That's played out. No more of that. It's now Skip Skipperton or Deuce Chill. We'll just call you both throughout the night. <laughs> and we'll see which one catches on the map. Nice. <laughs> Did you get that? Look, oh, we got Chewy over there and Deuce Chill. We Can we get a sharper one? Yeah, we'll get a better one, but it'll have to do hey, come on. I'm, I'm <laughs> got a Google over here. Yeah, please. Give me a break. Adam called and he said he had new uh, Michael Jackson information. And he hung up. Here's the important thing: if you're ever gonna call a hideout, you want to come on into the hideout. If we leave you on hold, we'll get to you, even if it's after an hour, hour and a half. At some point, we'll get to you. You want to sit on? Here's your main objective: whenever you call the show, you want to see how long you can be left on hold. <laughs> That's right, Chewy. <laughs> You're handling the talk and roll controls. No, don't be mad that you're handling the talk. Behave, Chewy. Chunks, calm Chewy down over there. Right, I'm going to give it a shot. Calm down. Right, come on. Back off, man. Not with the attitude. Calm it down. Seriously, take it down a notch. All right, dude. Sit. I'm, I'm just being your friend. I'm being your friend. He so he so looks like Chewbacca. It's silly. All right, let's take a break. We'll open up the doors. Hideout open door policy is now in effect. We got some friends who are here already. Chewy, please, one at a time. We got to talk one at a time in the radio industry. Shut it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Friday night. Do we Huh. You know the routine. You're the type of guy. 
Welcome back in the... <laughs> Calm down, Chewy. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I'm El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. And the hideout... Right, no, I told I'm you. J-Dubs. What? He's answering for me. Come on. For some reason. I know you guys sound the same. That's what everybody says. Chunks is taking your phone calls. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. And Star 1041. I'm singularly what? On his singular wireless phone. I guess he's in a flyby there. Now, as it turns out, um, his name was Daron in the hideout. And then we've come up with Skip Skipperton or Deuce Chill. Someone said we could call you Morris, Morrissey after the singer. They say he's asexual. I don't think Morrissey's asexual. Though. I, think I don't he, think I'm asexual. Please. Look at you. It's like you've had a, a do, taste of anything lately. Do I need to get the phone lines to light up again? Because I will. You didn't give the numbers out. 407-916-1041. Ladies who have experienced Actually, Darone. I think someone is uh, wanting to say that they had sex with him. Oh, Chewy, you did? You and Chewy have No, I tried, but he said I wasn't his cousin, so it wouldn't work. They're lighting him up, man. Just give it give it time. 407-916-1041. By the way, stop calling yourself Darone, because it's no longer that. You're either Skip Skipperton tonight... Or your douche chill, and whatever we decide on at the end of the night, it's your new radio name for the rest of your career. And ba- and Banky's no longer in it? Not even in it anymore. You lost out on that. Now, Dubs, we have some other special friends in the hideout tonight. Oh, yeah? Here week five, as um, we, uh, we have now fully opened the doors for the Friday night open door policy, in which on Friday night, 9 o'clock, we open up the doors, got come on up to the Clear Channel compound, and um, joining us... A friend from last week who came in to see Chunks get tasered, our buddy uh, Lester Big Hands. So Lester Big Hands is back. How you doing, my friend? Doing outstanding. How's everyone out there? Absolutely. Let's get you with the. He, it's like he's about to do the quiet storm, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna do sex talk. Uh, Empty Howie, who always sends some great IMs all the time at Real Radio Hideout. He's the cat who drove from Lakeland, Dubs. About wow, an hour nice. to get here. So Thank you, man. Good to see you, Empty Howie. What's going on, Hideout? Not too much, and. What is it? Brad. Brad is here, and we got to come up with a fancy hideout name for you, all right? Hey, chronic caller. Call in about the nipples on the, with the duct tape. All Anything right. you want, I'll call in. Your nip- <laughs> chronic man. You're, uh, look at all these people. Dubs, why is it every single time that we invite people to come hang out in the hideout, they always have better radio voices oh, yeah. than us? We are the worst radio voice to show in the world. Um, between Empty Howie, Lester Big Hands, and uh, Brad Nipples, <laughs> we have just um, you know just some an amazing collection of pipes here. And we have an amazing collection of retards on our show. Even you. Yes, even you. Without a doubt. Yes, Skip. You know, if you... If you I, I hate to say this, but if you put Brad in the host chair... He might look a little like one of the uh, one of the hosts that we have Stop working here. Be- okay, I don't. Enough of the chewy. Chewy's got to calm down. Can you d- cut his mic off? Can you do me a favor and please calm Chewy down? Because now I'm starting to get. And what's when did R2 show up? What's that? What is R2 all of a sudden around here? He just walked in. Now I'm begging you, please. You see what you see you guys now see that I have no control here in the hideout, <laughs> even though I would like to think that I have a little bit. There's absolutely none going on. Now here's the thing, Dubs. We're here, we're new with our buddies. And I even like to do a little uh, round table kind of thing. Because from what I understand, these hurricanes lead to baby booms. 
where I heard this, I heard uh, Mo talking about this on the Phillips file, where now you got like all these children being born because it's just about nine months right after you know the hurricane season, mm-hmm. and you got kids upon kids. In fact, what was it like last week? They had three sets of triplets born in like one day, apparently. Where at here? Yes, here in Orlando. You Damn. read the? Do you read the paper? No. <laughs> I goes, read the funnies. Yeah, he goes straight for the funnies. And then he's uh, he's absolutely. I look out. at the pictures on the sports page, and if there's nothing of Joey Harrington, you're not interested. And I can't find anything. But let me ask you guys. I mean, I don't know how long everybody's been here in Central Florida, but is that the thing to do? Because we were even talking to Erica, the promotions goddess. Because when does the hurricane season start? What is it? August? Empty uh, Howie? I think it starts uh, between like. June, July, August, right there in the summertime. All right, so it'll happen in the summertime. The beginning of it's usually pretty calm. Right. But it's getting near the end of the year when all that tropical warm water, whatever it is, I don't know, Tom Soros could tell you, but once all that kicks up, that's when it All right, that's when it actually starts going. That's when it starts hurting. All right, so, and apparently, Erica, the promotions goddess, was telling us that you have to be prepared, Dubs. I mean, you can't can't mess around. You got to go, you got to get water, you got to fill up your gas tanks. You got to make sure you've got food. Otherwise, you're sitting there eating crackers in the dark, um, you know, for two, three days. At a Sounds time. like a normal weekend. <laughs> yeah, essentially, for the most part, at least for us. Maybe throw some ice cream in there, and we got a party going. No, well, you know, your ice cream's gonna melt. You mm-hmm. shouldn't even buy ice cream, I guess, during hurricane season, or you know, bother to keep milk around. But my question to you is: I remember the one time we were up in D.C. and they had a hurricane, Hurricane Isabel, I think it was. And everybody was panicking and blah, blah, blah. And all the television stations were out and people had to listen to the radio. So we were doing a show. And it was like uh, people's sex hormones. Yeah, we had so many horny callers. That were just like, you know, wanted to... They heard this one girl's voice on the radio and they, hey, can I get her number? And then it was another guy and it just became like a hook em up hotline kind of thing in the hideout. Well, it's very odd what happens when your porn goes away. You know, you can't surf for it anymore. You can't pop the DVDs in. You can't pop even your video cassettes in. You're either stuck with uh, trying to find a chick out there or, uh, you know, your breaking out of the ma- a magazine. Yeah, or, oh, I don't even do a magazine. And you can't do a magazine by candlelight. You'll end up dripping wax on yourself. Right. What is it, Lester Big Hands talking now or singing? Oh, wait. I guess not. Um, so, I mean, is that a thing? Let me ask you guys. Is that a thing where you want to have maybe a freaky girl right around hurricane season where you're just thinking it's at this point I need a nympho that's going to be able to keep me entertained? Uh, For sure. Through the dark times? What would you know, Deuce Chill? <laughs> Deuce Chill, you're not going to have a clue about what goes on sexually. Yes, Brad Nipples. Uh, DOC, man. A, a degree of cheapness. That's the kind I want. Some just... Uh, really, just a degree of cheapness. Dubs, where do we go find hoochies? I don't know. We need to find that uh, the haven around here. Because I... um, Man, that was the thing about being out last night at Club Paris, too. The chicks are just... And you guys, I don't know if you're spoiled to it or what. But, you know, the girls are just... They're beautiful here. And you walk around, and there's one right after another... And I'm dancing with all of them. And it no, was, you weren't. You're dancing <laughs> with one of them. You're just so drunk, it looked like it was a whole bunch of chicks. Actually, it was like a whole bunch of girls running away, like scooting back. <laughs> but to me, it looked like they were doing the cabbage patch, and we were having a moment. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Yes, Deuce Chill. I guess I have to respond to that. 
Where are you guys going tonight? Because just to prove you wrong to quit calling me asexual, I might go out downtown with you guys tonight and show you what it's all about. Oh, wait, so we want you coming around, spreading your asexualness around, and try, trying to ruin our poon game? I won't be ruining any poon game. We're going to listen to him. <laughs> listen to how we I'm not. I'm not going to ruin any poon game. We're going out. We're hanging out with Russ at Latitudes after the show. You want to come out with us? Maybe, I think maybe I should, so the asexual will stop. You're not allowed. Oh, wait a second. A girl. There's actually a chick here who wants to talk to you, talking about your sex life. Get out of here. <laughs> you hung up on her again. I guess it didn't work out for you. Um, all right, let's take a break, Dubs, and we'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, special Chunks, you having a good time over there. It's a very low-key... In fact, people are saying this Chunks thing is no good. They don't like you Friday the 13th. Where he's having a... He's getting mad personal phone calls, women just inviting him out for different events. Yeah, check this out, too. Uh, a little earlier on, uh, I found uh, four slices of pizza in the back, too, when I uh, when I let Lester in. Didn't got... offer anybody. I did. I offered one to Doves. And I ate, too. Why wouldn't you let me know this pizza? <laughs> I thought you knew. I didn't know. And what are you doing? What is this for Friday the 13th being your day? You're finding <laughs> free food, free money, you're getting kisses? I, I really don't know. It's insanity. It's like we're in some sort of a bizarro world right now, and Chunks is king. How does that happen? Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. We're, um, we were actually downtown last night, Club Paris with Jana Banana, which was the, the, the Club Paris, it was everything I thought it would be. It was Paris Hilton to the T. It was I hot. Mean, they even had the big dog outside. I didn't, even, I didn't notice the dog. No? No, I didn't. Where we walked in, it was right there to your left, uh, on the outside where they were checking IDs. I was too busy staring at the promotion goddess's ass. I'm not going to lie to you. When we were, she came out to get us and we were walking up, and that's where my eyes were fixated. So, no, I didn't even end up uh, checking that out at all. Um, uh, the big question tonight, and everybody is wondering what's going to end up happening with Daron's new name. Will he be Deuce Chill or will he be Skip Skipperton? As I look around uh, with all of our friends here in the Open Door Policy Night, <laughs> Empty Howie, Lester Big Hands, Earl Nipples, and we got to give uh, – w- we should just call him Giant Brian, cause, but if we have a Giant <laughs> Brian buddy already up in D.C. who's currently producing Ron and Fez. But um, everybody called in with some uh, suggestions. Um, Ball Sweat was given as a possible suggestion for your new name. I like that one. So, yeah, you would like that one. I don't, mm. I don't know if we can roll with that. But maybe it's uh, at some point we can come up with something. Now, Empty Howie was bringing up something to me, Dubs. He says, I got the look. What I kind got, of look? What kind of look is it, Empty Howie? What do I got going on? Well, you got that that, that Florida almost, I don't want to say skater boy look. but you What? Got, no, no, hold on. You're, you're getting me kind of, you got the, the anthrax, Scott from anthrax goatee going. Okay. You know what I mean? You got the, the, the almost... I don't want to call them retro, retro-ish glasses. Yeah, I got but the you Buddy got the, Holly glasses. You got the Buddy Holly type glasses. You got the baseball cap going. You know, you got the, you know, you just, you got that. Uh, come on, I'm not skater. <laughs> I'm not skater boy. Uh, what is got, this? You got that look going, but all you need, Hefe, is some good ink work. See a tattoo? Yes, I got nine of them, Hefe, and I'm telling you, if you get a good ink job. Women are all over it. You don't know this man. He is the biggest pansy when it comes to pain. Well, no, but I don't even think I don't even think it's a pain thing, J Dubs. It's a little bit of a pain thing. I, I, even if it wasn't a uh, a uh, pain thing, you know, you still wouldn't get it. 
My whole thing about tattoos, and you know what? I do kind of feel a little bit like a quote-unquote poser. Please stop with the skater boy. Why, <laughs> why with the skater boy? But the problem is that there's been nothing in my life that I have deemed important enough to scar up my body. How about me? No. In fact, an intern on the Ron and Fez show, right before we left D.C. and came down here. Yep, he has a tattoo of me on his uh, chest. Got an insane picture of J-Dubs' face, and I'm not kidding you, it's the size of uh, Lester Big Hand's left hand. Yeah. And it's it's that big, like, on his torso, on the front torso. And I'm like, what are you doing? Do you realize that at some point you're going to become an old man? Maybe, although this kid probably not. He'll probably die of an STD at some point <laughs> very, very soon. But this kid is going to have to look in the mirror every day and see J-Dubs on his chest. And I just I don't understand it. Yes, Deuce Trill. I, I don't even know if we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> is this something sexual, an ink job? No, it's not. All right, Skip Skipperton, you're about to get the chunks rule with your jokes. You're about to have to tell Ooh, them. With, you're, you're about to have to tell them with your mic off, and then you get to turn your mic on. That, that's bad. If it works, you're, and people came up with a new name for you, Panty Waste. I think Panty Waste could end up being a good one for you too. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. So the ink isn't that bad an idea, and I swear to you, as soon as I feel like there's something out there that moves me to say I want this on my body for the rest of my life. And I'm a huge Dallas Mavericks fan. And, oh, damn, the game starts in about seven minutes. So you guys will have to take over the show. But <laughs> I've even thought maybe, how about I do what, what Fez did after the Buccaneers won the championship. Yeah, get uh, the tattoo if they win the championship. Get a tattoo of the Mavericks. But then the problem is what if they change the logo? Then you're retro. You're great. No, I don't want to be retro. I, I a whole bu- and then I know i got an obsessive-compulsive thing going. So if I get a tattoo on this arm... I'm going to have to get one on the other arm. And then before I know it, all right, well, that's not enough. I need to even it out a little bit. And I'm just going to end up that tattoo guy who... Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Who looks like a fish. You know the guy. You've seen the guy with that looks like oh, a fish. Oh, the lizard guy. Yeah, lizard boy. I don't want to be lizard boy. See, what you need, though, is you need, like, a sleeve. You know, like, the Mavericks thing would be cool, but you'd have to go with, like, a, a whole ensemble of it. You know, like some jerseys, your favorite player's jerseys. You know, the or maybe design, even like Dirk's face, stuff like that. You know, no. in order, I'm in not order. gonna get Dirk's face tattooed. You gotta go old school, get like Orlando Blackman, <laughs> Mark Aguirre. That's not bad if I went like with the whole old. No, school no, no. Bit. What you need is just get on a motorcycle with no helmet, have a bad accident, then you won't feel the tattoos. You know. Oh, you know what? And that's a good point. If I did ever get into some sort of an altering accident where my body is just not even, mm-hmm. you know, usable, salvageable. Yeah. At that point, I guess I'll just start writing in my grocery list. I figure at that point, what's you know, what's the use? Because like you don't. Let me ask you this, Empty Howie. You got a few tats. I don't know who else has tats in here. None of them. But I mean, you don't ever look at that and be like, like you're sitting there and you're you're washing. And you start scrubbing a little harder, thinking, damn, this was a stupid night in Tijuana. I got to get this off of me. No, most of them. All the tattoos I got are kind of like points that they're like. It's like a photo album for me. You know what I mean? Like each of them come from a certain point of my life where I agree with that. Where where I can look at it and say I remember what I was doing when I got this and why I got it. Okay, that's what um, these camera phones are for. Yeah, but and it's I, real easy. And you can if you don't like it, you can throw the camera photo away. Yeah, but I, I spent a hundred dollars and get a tattoo done. Last me the rest of my life. I hear you. 
I have a bunch of stupid tattoos too, and I have no problem with them because they always make me laugh of the the to the time I got it. So they're always a good memory. See that now, I mean. now, Dubs. Dubs has one of the t- coolest tattoos that I've ever seen on a human being. This is one. If I could come up with one that was that original, I would say I think I consider it. Dubs. At some, we should even get a picture of it on RealRadio.fm. This one. Dubs has a tattoo of a clown shooting heroin, and it is the most detailed thing that maybe you've ever seen. They've even got like a little uh, uh, mirror in the background with the back of his head on it. And so, and that to me, if it, but then Dubs too to mark, I guess the Don and Mike era has pictures or tattoos of Indianapolis and the Green Bay uh, Packers on his back. Yep, I have both of those on my back and uh, on the He's inside got a of score. On the inside of my arm I have the Redskins Lions <laughs> score. <laughs> 17 to 10. He lost a bet and he went through this whole phase during the last football season cuz Dubs is a huge Detroit Lions fan. And so he went this phase of getting Detroit Lions Super Bowl champs 2005. He's got that one on his sleeve. Or on his shoulder. Then somebody made a bet with him about the Redskins Lions game, so he got another tattoo of the final score on the inside. And then he starts making bets with the afternoon show in DC about the Lions beating Indianapolis or the Lions beating Green Bay. And he lost both of them, and he's got these huge tattoos on his back for the rest of his life. I'm just thinking, uh, why? Why not? The only thing, the only problem is I forget they're there, and it shocks me when I see it in, after I got out of the shower. And you're that's the only problem I ever have with it. And you think, who's that dumbass in the bathroom with me? No. Oh, wait, that's me. No, he's usually another guy, but that's besides the point. And all I'm looking at is the top of his head. But here's the here's what I'm saying. Dumbass. <laughs> um, but here's what I'm saying, though. I figure, like, there are a lot of different kinds of people in life, and I guess there are the tattoo people and the tat, the ones who aren't. And I actually, I envy people like you, Empty Howie and J-Dubs, who are like, why not? F it. You know, what do I care? It's just it's just skin. It's just my body. I mean, what's the big deal? And you got big pusses like me who are like, well, I don't know, man. It's got to mean something. And, and then what if it doesn't come out right? And what if it's, you know, not centered? And I bet that's even the difference. I bet you get a lot of ass, don't you, Empty Howie? Yeah. Uh, well, my girlfriend doesn't know it, but yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know? And Dubs, too, not doing so bad. I just, man. Oh, hold on a second. Selena, Selena, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, um, I was just listening to what you're saying about tattoos. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a massage therapist, and I see some really, like, bad tattoos. I see, and that's the <laughs> other thing. Huh? And that's the other thing. What if some hot chick's sitting there laughing at your tattoos? That's what we do. We do. We have couples massage, and me and the other therapist will laugh behind their back about them. <laughs> But no, and I hear you, Selena. Thank you, sweetie. Then we laugh about the happy ending you gave us afterwards. <laughs> and how I had to pay a couple of extra bucks. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. I forgot to tell you guys, it's like a movie theater in here. you got to make sure your cell phones are turned off and all that fun stuff. All right? We'll take a break. We'll come back. More in the hideout. In case you're wondering what's going on, we didn't add a ton of new dudes to the show, but it's a Friday night open-door policy where you can just come up and hang out if you want to. The other thing, too, you notice whenever we do this, Dubs, it's all dudes. Yeah. It's like a big sausage fest in here. We can get some chicks up here. Yeah, ladies, don't be afraid to step on into the hideout. I know Daron's here, but, you know. No, Skip Skipperton. Oh, I know Skip Skipperton's here, but you can still come up. You You know, if you guys need some ladies here, I can can arrange of that really quickly. There's another one of your dates. That's your phone, not mine. Dave, Dave, you're in the hideout. Uh, no, Dave. Cutting out on me. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 
More of the highlight on Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J Dubs. Come on in, 407 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Or you could actually come on in to the Clear Channel compound as we have a Friday night open door policy from 9 to 11. And a whole bunch of buddies have come in here, J-Dubs, to hang out with us, making us feel welcome here in Central Florida, which is just always very nice. Started with, uh, I'm going to have to call him Giant Brian until we yeah, come up with that's something fine. else. I like Giant Brian. Giant Brian, Brad Nipples, Lester Big Hands, and Empty Howie. And they were telling me, Dubs, and I don't know if you know this, but... Three out of the four guests um, were in the military at some point. Really? And we were talking about it just like literally seconds ago and how they're bragging over, not bragging, but talking about their confirmed kills. Wow. And I'm, I'm sitting here because it's so funny. I mean, here's the thing. We're, uh, we're radio quote-unquote talk show hosts. You know what I mean? We sit here and we entertain you guys and try to have a lot of fun. And then you and then you always meet some like very interesting people. And so I'm sitting here. I don't know if you guys want to talk about where you were or not. But Empty Howie was telling me he just got out of the service. He was in Afghanistan and he was uh, fixing up trucks and stuff. And he goes, but when you're out there, man, you, you know, it's you know, yeah, it's your job to fix the truck on the convoy. But if they start shooting, here's a machine gun, shoot back. And so he's telling me that he has three kills. And then Brad Nipples like, I had 27 or 47 in Nam. And so I'm just thinking to myself right now, what's it like yeah. to kill another person? I mean, not that it's got to be cool, but just to know that like you have killed another person cuz I'm not going to say that I'm a I'm not really a hippie. I don't think I don't think I'm a, a kind are. What? I'm tough. I yelled at that construction worker yesterday. I asked him why he was being so mean. Yeah, but then he cried on a tree afterwards. But I'm just thinking here as I'm sitting here with you cats. Lester Big Hands, too. He was in the uh, service. He go, I go, what did you do? He's like, I'm a cook. I was a cook. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, from what I understand, everybody says is one of the most important jobs. Yes. Um, but I was just wondering, you know, I mean, like, like, did you? how did you feel once you got, like, once you found out, like, you got a confirmed kill, like Empty Howie? I mean, did you, did it seem real to you? Because I know I... Like in Fahrenheit 9/11, I don't know where your, what your politics is, but one of the interesting things about the movie, at the least, was talking to a few of the servicemen who were like, "It's so weird because it um, sometimes it doesn't feel real, like you're in the middle of a video game, like you you know you turn on Metallica or Slipknot and you're driving in your your Humvee, and you know sometimes you forget the actual severity of the you know of the situation that you're in." Did you ever have anything like that when you're sitting there in Afghanistan? Well, when you're when you're doing it, you don't really think too much about it. Um, but when it happened, because I, I got them all at one time. Oh, uh, wow. It was a, a van tried to open up with an RPG on us, and I kind of sitting on top of a Humvee with a machine gun lit up the van. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got all three of them in there, you know. Right. And it once th- you realize it, you're kind of like, wow, you know, I just killed 
somebody. You yeah. know, and it's kind of odd, but Cause, then... Because I, I, mean, I would think that you're probably, when you're in the service, you're, you're trained, you know, you have a mission to do, you got to go and you got to do that. Because, again, I'm sorry, it's like me talking to Slasher. Yeah. This is something that I will probably never experience, but I like to get into the mines and see what it's like. I mean, you were over in Afghanistan, and people are shooting at you. I can't even imagine what that's like. So you, 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 you make the kills, you're defending yourself... And do you set in? Do you get some sort of like a depression or something? Or well, my thing was this, you know, going over there, we were told they're trying to kill you. Right. They don't care, you know. They have that belief that if they die in the name of whatever they're fighting for, they get the virgins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I went over there. And I put it in my head that it's either them going home or it's me going home. So and you, I want to go home. Exactly. And so I'm going to do whatever it takes. However, it takes I whatever thought, it takes in order for me to get home. I thought you were going to say you you thought you were going to get virgins if you killed them. Oh, <laughs> great! That would be nice. <laughs> Sign me up. I don't want virgins. Not interested in virgins. That's that's too messy for me. Yeah. Um, but you know that's just something that I wouldn't think that I would, you know, ever ever experience and to know, like you sat there, you took out an entire you know truck of three people, and. On one hand, you're it was a nice like, truck. You're just like, wow, dude. That's like, was it? What does it matter if it was a nice? That's I not. Don't know. A, what you want to know the make and model? I know Please, you, do I know you have you, it. I know you're from Michigan. It was an old Volkswagen bus. Wow, that's got to be. Uh, you know how much those are worth, though. Hey, you ever seen that Pimp My Ride? Yeah. The Pimp My Ride with the uh, with the Volkswagen bus and how they made it all lime green and they did the whole thing. I need somebody. To you should have blown that one up. It was ugly as hell. Yeah, that's not cool. Look at what, look at that. Got all that stuff. Who needs a PlayStation 2 in their car? Does anybody know somebody with a PlayStation? Like a? Do you know people that have them? Lester yeah, Big so Hands. I got a friend who has a uh, a Yukon truck. You know, he puts his PlayStation 2 in there all the time. Really? What is he doing? It's good for road trips. I guess that's true. But like, I just put my deposit on on the new. Uh uh xbox did you really yeah i've i've never even played a regular xbox before but i figured it's coming out i might as well throw a down payment on it it's like you're selling out on me here why i thought we were ps2 guys see this is this is as real as it gets for us this is as real as battle gets as we're playing uh war vietnam or whatever yeah war conflict vietnam that's as real as it gets for me and dubs knowing that we actually have real men in here who went and fought and did stuff oh hold on a second I know we were getting a little heavy, but somebody does want to bring up something really important. Chris, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Yeah, hey. What's um, up? Yeah, I was just listening to the show and heard about uh, Skip Skipperton. Yeah, what about Skip Skipperton? Yeah, the the movie Mumford. He was uh, it was Jason Lee, and he was this kind of Bill Gates kind of character, except you know, real reclusive and everything. But he was so inept with the women and never getting any that he actually was pouring all of his fortune into building his own robotic woman. His own robotic girlfriend. Okay, you have solidified the deal, uh, Chris. In fact, give Chris a prize, because the other big thing in the hideout tonight is what's Daron's new name, Deuce Chill or Skip Skipperton. And we've always talked about how asexual he is. Hmm. Congratulations, Daron. You are Skip Skipperton. It is your night, Skip. Yeah, th- thanks a lot, Chris. Thank you very much. You get him whatever prize he wants back there, Chunks Radio Bottom and Chewy. I'll, I'll be taking his information. No, no. You, can't, you can't go near his Chewy's already doing it. Uh, you don't, Turn your mic off when you talk to him, Chewy. Turn your mic off. We'll take a break. We'll come back. 
Uh, more on the hideout Friday night party with all of our heroes. Um, and that's me and Dubs, so I don't know about the rest <laughs> of you guys. It's Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. Hefe and Dubs. Uh, Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phones. And the AOL Instant Messenger is a Real Radio Hideout. And a, uh, a couple more buddies have swung by. Actually, MySpace friends. As um, we'll talk, we'll huh? chat with them in a second. MySpace. They're, right, they're actually real. Yes, they're real people. J Dubs. They're hmm. actually real people that are here. Um, all right. We were talking about. It turns out a lot of these cats in here were uh, were serving in the service. You know, they fought in Afghanistan and Vietnam, and you know, were cooks and did all that kind of great stuff for the country. And so we were just talking about what it was like to get a kill. Uh, John, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Oye, carnal. What's up? What's up, S.A.? <laughs> um, I'm, a so, I'm a social worker. I can't speak for uh, uh, combat vets, you know, themselves, but I've I've interviewed several of them, Vietnam vets, uh, Gulf War vets, and uh, one guy in particular from uh, Afghanistan. And there's a common thread that uh, they all shared with me, and that is, you know, when it comes down to... Uh, to being in combat in the fog of war and everything, you—it's uh, not about patriotism. It's not about anything but uh, protecting yourself and your buddy. Right, right. It's about staying alive, essentially. The guy, the guy next to you. So what happens in a situation like that is uh, your values, your morals, everything gets suspended in that moment uh, because you—you are—you kill or you get killed. Right. And the one thing these guys shared with me, and uh, some of them couldn't handle it, some of them did was that uh, they felt that a part of themselves, because they had to do that, right? a part of themselves uh, was taken away from them. Uh, other guys you won't hear that from. Yeah. Uh, so war, it's, it's totally like anything else. It's a subjective experience. Yeah. And I tell my friend that's a, a combat vet from Afghanistan, I said, you know, you, you, they gave you a gun, they put you uh, in the front where you, where you were at, and you had to do what you had to do, or that guy would have killed you. Right. But... Um, Again, uh, something gets taken away from them. That's the one thing they say consistently. Thanks, John. I appreciate the phone call, man. I just, you know, that's just something, again, I think I would probably be one of those. You dubs, the two of us were obviously complete different personalities. Yeah. I think you would handle war uh, immensely better than I think I probably, I would probably be the guy who breaks down or loses it or can't handle, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think at all. That you know, shoot yourself in the foot just so you can go home. I'm a puss too, man. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I may have to. I may get in a blow my knee out playing basketball or something before. Uh, I would have to say, yeah, empty Howie. We had a uh, one dude. You're talking about, you know, the way you would act. We had one dude. First, first convoy we went out on, got into a little bit of a firefight, and he curled up in the back of one of the Humvees and literally was crying and shaking. Well, let me tell you this, man. I went and played paintball. All right. I'm telling you, I went and played paintball, and people were shooting at me with paintballs. And even then, I'm like, whoa. I, somebody, I don't care if it's paintballs or not. Somebody's trying to hit me with something. They're shooting something at me. I I, I curled up. I'm, and Are you is, serious? This is for a radio station event. This is when we were at the edge in Lansing. I didn't go out to this appearance. I though. went out with our buddy Shafee, who did the skank shift. 
And he's out there, he's rolling around, he's doing flips and cartwheels, and I'm hiding behind him. I'm like, cover me, dude. Just go get the flag. I'll stay here. <laughs> you know, if they if they make it this way. What I'll... kind of paintball thing was this? It was like a, man, it was a great setup they had. It was like entire fields, and they have, I guess the thing was you have flags on oh, each Oh, flags. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you thought I said something. You yeah. know I don't use that word, Dubs. Uh, now, here's well, a... you were excited. I didn't know. Here's a question for you guys that we were thinking about. Anybody here going to see the Star Wars flick? I mean, we've got our tickets for Wednesday. 12.01. 12.01. Jimmy D., uh, Star Wars expert, went online and got the tickets for everybody. So we're all going up there to watch. And I was thinking this, because Chunk's last last couple of days, he got the Revenge of the Sith video game. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, was a mistake. Because we know now what's going to happen throughout the entire movie. I don't understand why they did it that way. But... Um, we're sitting there, and we're watching the Jedis fight, all right? Let's move it back into the comic world. And we're watching the Jedis fight, and it dawns on me. Who do you think would win in a fight? Obi-Wan Kenobi or Batman? Now, Obi-Wan. Is it is it beyond a shadow of a doubt that Obi-Wan would be able to beat up Batman? Batman, yes, but Superman, no. Okay, so then we went through the progression. Could Obi-Wan, could a Jedi beat spider-man yes and the thing about batman and spider-man is that they're just kind of regular men who maybe have contraptions but they don't have like an extra thing about them they don't have any invincibility to them but then we moved up to superman like you said and if it were a fight between superman and let's say yoda 4079 superman would (laughs) kick yoda's ass did you see the way that um, Yoda, who would who he fight? Like Darth Maul in one of them? In like the number two or something? Was it in number two? It was number two. Did you see the way? He did? Yeah, he did. But, he, you know, he swings out that sword and him is going to break in half. You think so? Yeah. Not if it's kryptonite. A kryptonite lightsaber Yoda. There's no such thing. Well, annihilate Now Superman. you're just talking silly. Now you're being silly over there with the... What, it was green? It's hard. All right, look, Skippy Skipperton. We're having a serious discussion, and you're throwing in kryptonite lifesavers. How do you know Yoda doesn't have kryptonite? He is green. Yeah. I think it is kryptonite, and that's the secret to the lightsaber. They this, just don't want to tell us. This is what I'm sitting in my apartment thinking about when after the show. And, I have, I've, and this is what I think is so important. I want to share it with Central Florida. Because you have to imagine that fight for one moment. Yes, Giant Brian. I was. What would you rather be, a, a superhero or a Jedi? I'd rather be a Jedi. Me too. Jedi, mind control. Girls, mind control. What do you care, Skip Skipperton? You're asexual. It doesn't matter to you. Yes, Empty Howie. If I had mind control, I, I wouldn't be. I would so be on the dark side, too. That's the only thing. You like, got all those tattoos. Looking at Darth Vader, and like I'm like, man, yeah. Darth Vader is so much cooler looking than Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he has so much more control. Yeah, you know, like you can just reach out and choke somebody. How cool would that be? I don't want to ruin anything for you. Darth Vader dies. <laughs> no. Return of the Jedi, he dies. I didn't want to, They burn his body. I, I hate didn't, you. I didn't want to give it away, but he ends up dying in this. I was just about to watch all of them before we went. All right. You know what? Matt Albert from DC brings up a great point about J-Dubs. Hmm. J-Dubs would be the guy in the platoon putting the dead enemy soldiers in gay poses and putting the pictures on their <laughs> Do you guys do that? We, no, don't, I want to know. I want to do it. We were in D.C. when the whole Abu Ghraib thing 
fell down, mm-hmm. and we were going down the list of stuff that was done, and we were like, this sounds like the show log from the last week in yeah. the hideout. Actually, we did a game show. Was it in Abu or the hideout? And people got all of them wrong. I forgot. Did it happen in Abu Ghraib or the hideout? Mm-hmm. And uh, most of it was stuff that we had done to Chunks. Mm-hmm. Like Chunks was the Im- enemy over there. Chunks is the enemy, actually. Really, when it when it happens uh, to light, to light four zero seven nine one six one zero four one, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. All right, I've touched the nerve with society. How's that? Yoda versus Superman. I'm telling. I think this is something that if you really. What do you think? If you stop, I didn't come up with an answer. That's why I had to ask you guys. I mean, but your gut reaction. What is it? When you throw them out right out there, what do you think first? Yoda versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Yoda. You're insane. How am I insane? I think it's Yoda. It's definitely Yoda. Yoda's smarter than Superman. You're, you're siding with the asexual now. I didn't mean to. And by the way, we had to move him into the other room because he's creeping out all the other dudes here in the hideout. That's right. But did you see... <laughs> what? Why are you proud of that? But I would think that Yoda could outsmart Superman because to me, Superman didn't seem like a smart guy. He seemed a bit dumb. Kind of like Chunks. Like if Chunks had superhero abilities... I think we should get you tights like Superman. Supermo. Supermo. Okay, I think someone has a new character for going out at a uh, at appearances when you go hang out. What are his powers? Supermo. Oh please. The amazing power to bend over. <laughs> I I would actually say something, but I gotta wait five minutes for the uh, safe hours. Chili Willie, you're in the hideout. Hey, Yoda would win because look, Superman's got the heat stuff coming out of the eyes, right? But he's got no. Uh, Yoda kicked, uh, almost kicked Count Dooku's butt in part two, and, and Count Dooku had all the electricity but, coming out of his out of his fingers, and Yoda's like, eh, I don't think so. But how would Yoda beat him? Like, how, how do you kill Superman other than kryptonite? Kryptonite lightsaber, simple as that. No such thing. I don't know. Uh, who is this, Pizza Hut? Pizza, pizza the Hut, you're in the hideout. What's up? <laughs> uh, Yoda would definitely win. Yoda can use the force to crush Superman's heart. Ooh, now see, you're not thinking about what he could do with the force. Or he could, like, put the cape up in his eyes. Oh, you know what? This is a very serious discussion we may have to pick up. It's Friday night. We got a little heavy talking in about war. Well, now we're talking about something now serious. Now we're even heavier. Now, now it's something serious. <laughs> Yoda versus Superman. Uh, <laughs> all right, Bateman just tuned in, listening from DC Air Producer coming down this weekend. He tuned down and he goes, what a bunch of dorks. <laughs> yeah, well, you're moving to Orlando for this, so get used to it. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. What is Absolutely nothing. Yeah. What is Absolutely nothing. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Open uh, open door policy on this Friday night in the hideout from 9 to 11. We invite in our buddies. Um, Skip Skipperton, put it on the Maverick game. Um, you're going to have to control it from back there. I completely forgot the Mavs are playing in game two in the Suns. Tonight. Are they playing right now? Yes. What time do they start? 9.30. Oh, they're losing. 
You don't know that. Yeah, I do. Do you really? I got the force, just like Yoda. Stop. Uh, it's on, what do we have, DirecTV here? So like 245, I think, on TNN. No, it's on ESPN. Uh, 207, I believe. Look at Dubs. He's got it all memorized mm-hmm. already. Uh, thank you to Giant Bryant for reminding me. And I wish somebody had said something to me earlier. I guess I bought some new pants at Ross because I'm going to try to go out and look nice today uh, at Latitudes. We head over there and hang out with Russ from the Monsters here in about an hour. And apparently I'm walking around with this damn sticker on the back of my thigh. 42? Jesus no. Christ, man. Is it the Husky? <laughs> Stop. Skip Skipperton. It's um, it's 36. And actually, I'm pretty proud of that because it's been you a little... You traded stickers. It's been a little... No, I You didn't. traded stickers and you kept it on there all day just so someone would comment on Did it. Did you ever do that the old school way where you had the Levi's and you have to cross out what your uh, what your waist size was? No, that's just sad. Yes, Giant Brian. I was going to say, you got to be careful with those stickers because I've done the same thing with T-shirts. And once you peel them off and you get in those bars under those black lights, you got a giant white stripe going down your shirt from the oh, adhesive. Oh, man, you know it's going to happen too. But thank you, Dubs, for showing me... That I had this. Yeah, you're walking in the studio. I'm like, hey, come here. What the hell? I'll help wrong? you out. What the hell's wrong with you? Um, what chunks? Dude, you're not gonna believe this, man. I was just checking my email. You know, my last class, I passed it. I'm graduating. What? Yeah. Congratulations, man. Chunks, 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 chunks. You've been doing this kind of a correspondence ever since we moved down here. Yeah, I worked out kind of like a deal with my teacher before uh, before we left. Um, so that I could, because I only had one class left. It is your day. I cannot. Crazy, man. Hold on a second. Let's 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 think about all this. Chunks on today, Friday the thirteenth of all days, doesn't lose on the monsters this morning. Ends up beating Drunky. He didn't beat Tuttle, but of course that's nearly impossible. Then he ends up finding five dollars. He gets a kiss after midnight out at Club Paris last night, and now you have passed. You are now going to be a college graduate yeah. for which you have been working towards six and a half years. Yep. Six and a half years from George Mason University. Yep. Oh, chunks, Thanks. chunks, 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 chunks. Thanks, man. I can't believe it on Friday the 13th out of all of this. It's kind of crazy. It's your day. <laughs> I've got a graduation present for him. I actually brought him a nice uh, collared T-shirt tonight. Okay, what is this weird, speaking of Superman and, like, bizarro kind of worlds and all that kind of stuff, it's like it's Chunks' day in the hideout. Look at that, man. Go for you. Hey, thanks, man. Let's get him, though. we got to do something. I, you, you, I mean, you figure, but it's almost like he's, uh... He's invincible. He's invincible today. <laughs> this is kind of crazy. He's Superman. How does it feel to not have, like, awful luck? I... I... I don't know, man. This is waiting, very strange. You're waiting for something to drop, aren't you? I swear, man, something's going down. Still waiting for his balls to. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. 12.01, you're probably going to drop dead. I know. <laughs> Heart attack, dude. I know. As soon as it's no longer Friday the 13th, your life will likely end. All right, now let's get back to some more. Congratulations on the graduating, Chance. I'm very proud of you, my friend. I appreciate it. Um, Actually, a hideout had a lot to do with that. We got you your internship that I guess counted toward those credits. Yeah. If only we had failed you the way I wanted to. Unfortunately, no. You tried. Superman versus um, Yoda. Just a couple quick calls. People wanted to talk about this. I'm willing to oblige. We'll run through real fast. Rob, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey. What's up, Rob? Uh, not much. Um, you guys are talking about uh, Yoda and uh, Superman and... Uh... 
Superman only has his powers here on Earth because he's close to our sun, and Yoda has his powers everywhere. All right, you know they don't only fight on Earth. No, they're fighting on the moon. The moon's still close enough to the sun for him to have his powers. I think I think we're starting to cut, get to the bottom of this. Yeah, because Yoda doesn't have a weakness. Superman has so many. Kryptonite. He needs to be on Earth. Yoda, what a wimp. And Yoda lives forever. I mean, I mean, he didn't. He ended up living there, did he? No, he does die in Return of the Jedi. I can't believe I ruined that, too. He doesn't die. Yes, he does. He goes off and he gets stronger. Shut up. <laughs> did he really? Yes. In Return of the Jedi? Yeah, he becomes like one with the Force. No, he becomes a ghost like those other two. No, holograms are stronger than real people. Shut up! <laughs> Skip Skipperton, shut your mouth tonight. You're a dork. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you're in the hideout. Yeah, if they both battled it off, it'd be a draw, because, you know, they're, they're both homos, so when they battle it off... All right, they're not both homos. How dare you talk about <laughs> Superman? Only half. Yoda could be by. <laughs> I can see that. Maybe by. That's a nasty picture. Oh, what, the two of those? I don't know. You'd stop and think about Get it. Get him a big piece of PVC pipe. What is that? And run through it. What are, you, what are you talking about? What's wrong with you? You need a pretty big dude for that, though. Superman was a big guy. Yeah. I'm sure he could handle that. Okay, this, I don't... With a super sphincter. All right, I don't think... <laughs> Imagine if he, if he had, like, different powers with that thing. Yeah, you wouldn't want that one to clench up. Okay, stop. Uh -uh. I dumped that. I dumped that one. No. Huh. Behave. No. Absolutely. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star-1041. You know who we need for this discussion is Jimmy D. The Jimmy D from the Shannon Burke show, I think, would be able to put all this to rest. Why is that? He's like the ultimate dork. I don't want to is say it. Is that what D stands for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it didn't, it does now, at least in the hideout. Um, all right, I'm done with the Yoda Superman thing. Why? I don't want to go there anymore. Not Superman wins. No, Yoda wins. We already concluded that. How? You're playing Superman's dead. Obviously, Yoda won. But he comes back to life. Stop it, please. Um, all right, so we're going out tonight to Latitudes. Who all's coming with us? Empty Howie, Chunks. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to get in. Sorry. Um... Lester Big Hands, you're not going to go? Yeah, I should go. You should come hang out. Uh, you old ladies, man, you big guy with the, the voice and the whole thing. Me? I'm looking right now for a nice young lady to uh, come do me right. All right. And you're not even going to make any bones about it. You just want to get done. Yes. I want my hair pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what it was like to have hair. Yeah. Those were so the good old days. Yeah. Is there anything in particular you guys look for in chicks? Because someone asked me that the other day. They go, what are you looking for in a woman? And I was perfectly, I'm I'm a guy who likes like a nice a nice ass. Yeah. What is that? That sweet onion, Ooh. as we refer to it in the hood where I came from. You came from Grand Prairie. I grew up in some of the tougher parts of Dallas <laughs> at some point um, for like a year or two. But, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, like sense of humor and all that kind of stuff, I guess, matters. And really? And he says, no. Boobs. That, that's what matters. Boobs. Who said someone would take a punch? <laughs> What's up, Lester Big Hand? I like a woman whose uh, jaw is retractable. 
Oh, look at you. I don't even want, oh. I don't even want to know what's going on, Mr. Big Hands. I don't even know. Uh, I don't know what to think about that. My goodness. It's a little too much info. Wow, I'm a little uncomfortable now. Now, for some reason, I feel inferior. And I didn't think I did anything wrong. Oh, look at this. All right. Mads are all tied up. You want to know what I look for in a woman? What, n- nothing? Are you curious? For it to look like Marilyn Manson? No, but I know you are. <laughs> are you bi-curious? What kind of curious are you? I am not bi-curious. Whatever. We accept everybody in the hideout. Come on, I'm not going to tell you what I look for in a woman. All right. Oh, damn. <laughs> Take that, dubs. Matt, I'm not going to tell you. Matt, all right. Uh, Matt Albert said there are pictures of the uh, gay Gayota thing at lemonparty.org. <laughs> oh, over 18, please. It is a sword fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Absolutely. Uh, it it's not really a fight. Yeah, it doesn't look like anybody's putting up too much of a, uh, of a battle there. We need to take a break. Let's take a break then. Um, take a break. Come back. It's a hideout. Go Mavericks. Real Radio 104.1. What Mo remix is this? <laughs> it is the Star- the Star Wars theme by Miko or Mako, M-E-C-O. Wow. This is what you requested, right? No. This sounds like the Dallas theme. Because the Mavericks were playing, that's why I did this. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs, it's the Friday Night Open Door Policy. Some people just looked at what happened to uh, Brad Nipples. He decided he had to take oh, off? No, he said he had to go work at 5am, so he was taking off. Well, I'm glad everybody was able to swing by and uh, come into the hideout. It's always fun. To, that is really the weirdest little remix. you got to love the little lasers in the background. Not particularly. And it's just been an amazing day for Chunks, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday the 13th, but somehow this guy's luck has gotten over everything. He's, he's not coming in last on the stunts and the monsters. He's finding money all around. He's finding free food. And he just found out that after six and a half years of attending a four-year university, <laughs> he is now going to graduate from George Mason University. Let's get us here. Yeah, boy. Um, Dr. Eightman. Dr. Eightman, you're in the hideout of Row Radio. Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? I just wanted to say congratulations to Chunks. And um, Thanks, also man. the... Uh, no problem, dude. And uh, the <laughs> Superman versus uh, Yoda issue. Yeah. Uh, Yoda could use the uh, Jedi mind trick, you know, thing, and just say, you know, everything is kryptonite. I got you. <laughs> nice. That's ridiculous. Skip Skipperton, what? The, uh... Dude, I know you're really not going to believe this, man, but Dubs is out there, too. We can verify it. I was trying to get a drink out of the soda machine, and I only had 55 cents. I was a nickel short. I swear to God, there was a dime in the change thing. You can ask Dubs, man. I'm not asking you. That is true. I'm not asking you, man. I kid you not. Okay. I, I, it's like I I'm, so, I'm torn right now because Chunks is actually a friend of mine, believe it or not. He's living with me at the hideout off campus housing. And so I sit here, and you guys have heard what we have done to him just so far. You hadn't even heard the stuff that we did in D.C. to him, which was uh, just as bad, if not maybe worse, breaking his PlayStation 2, 
stealing chicks away from him. I mean, just everything you could ever imagine we did to this kid. And now today he's having the most amazing day. And on one level, I'm happy for you. On another level, I want to end it. I mean, I want something really awful to happen to you because the world ain't right. I don't know, man. Maybe, like today, if I'm attacked, like some kind of repercussion will come. Like lightning will come out of me and you'll get shocked or something. I, I got to keep you away from me because now I'm afraid that, like, it's some sort of a positive negative where since he's got the world on his side right now, something evil and awful could happen to me. Look at you. I don't look, look at him. Do you guys just see the way he's just sitting there like everything's okay today? He's glowing. I mean, normally he's shivering in the corner like me at paintball. But right now he's just like, life's good. I don't like this chunks. I don't like a, a happy-go-lucky chunks. Yes, Luster, big hands. You should make him come in and give us all foot massages. Oh, no, no, thank you. <clears throat> no. <laughs> all right, Lester, Lester wants a foot massage. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted one. That has nothing to do with chunks. Lester was just talking about about all the chicks he wants to come down here. Now he's settling for chunks. <laughs> well, boobs, whatever. It's yeah. all the same. How about that, chunks? Because you know what's odd, Lester, big hands. It's odd that you bring up feet. Because Chunks has this thing for feet. He likes, um, like, porn, like, fetish, where it's, like, <laughs> dudes that are, like, doing stuff to chicks' feet. Yeah. He would, um... Using the feet as other areas. He would suck on toes of list female listeners who came in. <laughs> I mean, he would just do, like, he's... Lester said he's okay with that. Why don't you suck on Lester's big toe? Yeah, he's a dude. And? That, shut, shut your eyes. No, that's wrong, man. I got cute feet. Yeah, just, just imagine that there's, like, no hair on that that's, toe. That's weird, man. And just use it as if it were, you know, a big, big sucker. Oh, God, that's awful. You don't I'm, want... I'm sorry, man. I, I'm really excited about graduating. I'm really just... that that That's awful. Tastes like chocolate. <laughs> what about that? Like that X-Lax you ate earlier in the week? That was no good. Just imagine the stuff we did to you this week, and for some reason you're getting over today, and I can't stand it. The kid's having one positive day. And it's pissing you off? Isn't it you? You seem okay it's with It's annoying it. me. Hmm. 407-916-1041. I tend to have a be- better day when he's having a bad one, so... I mean, because we have a lot of fun. Yeah, Giant Brian. I was going to say, I did bring some stuff in if you want to use it on him tonight. Yeah, I mean, we're, he brought in some hot sauce. and But I almost feel like he's got to earn the punishment now, because now we would just be... Yeah, now it would just be mean. It's like whenever you got a kid that, you know, you're, you know, like when, you're, like when your mom would be mad at you and she would spank you for a reason, but then one day she just, like, starts hitting you for no reason, and you're just like, well, hey, well, I didn't do anything wrong. What do you want me to do? And it loses its effectiveness. So I guess if it's his day, you know, it's his day. There's nothing we can do. Jay, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Yeah, he needs to go over there and it's stomp and pretend that toe is a dugan and go off on that thing. What do you think, Chunks? No. Pretend, no. Like, pretend like it's actually a man member. No, why? Why would I do that? I'm not gay. <laughs> really? No, not at all. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you ought to give a lap dance to one of our fine friends who are in here to your song. But, no, it's... But no. I hate vagina! Oh. <laughs> that was from a previous Chunks episode. I hate vagina! But here's the thing, I would just feel like we're forcing it. And I don't want to force anything on this kid. Everybody's begging me, please hurt him. But there's nothing that I can uh, I can end up doing to him. 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 
on your singular wireless phones. Do you guys have any questions? I mean, we've just been sitting here talking, but does anybody have any questions for us? Because we're new to the area, and we're doing something up in here, you know, just sitting out, um, you know, having a blast with you guys, heading over to Latitudes. How do we get there? Can you look that up, Chunks? How do you get to, It's on Church Street, isn't it? Latitudes, going out and hang out with us. If he's riding with us, I'm sure we'll just be driving and stumble upon it. Yeah, with his luck today. Yeah, all right, that's it. Chunks will be driving with his eyes closed, and I'm sure with the kind of day he's having today, he's going to be able to get us there with no problem. Turpneck, Turpneck, you're in the hide on a real radio. What's up, my radio buddy? What's, what's going, going on, bro? From D.C., what's happening? Listening on a real radio, uh, .fm, what's going on? Man, love the show. It's good to hear you guys still. Thank you, bro. Glad to hear y'all are doing well down there. Thank you. Um, I have a special request. All right, request time in the hideout. <laughs> I'd love to hear, uh, I guess his name is Chunks now, but the uh, I Am Gay song. All right. Dubs, do you think that maybe we could do a special request for our listeners? I am gay. Chunks, it's your night. It's your glorious song. Why don't you stand up and give a dance for all our friends here in the hideout on the open door policy? Why not? Come he, on. He can go in on that table and do it. A table dance. By the way, <laughs> that's the way, and I swear to Christ, you think I'm lying, that's the way he was dancing at Club Paris last night, with these hot-ass chicks. And He's, they were loving it. He was dancing exactly like that. You son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Does that work for you, Turpneck? It works, dude. I thank you. 5,000, brothers. I brought 5,000. 5,000. I do have a question for you, Hefe. Go ahead. Maybe I missed it one of these. What's up with the 5,000? 5,000. I don't know if you've ever seen Boys in the Hood, but at the end of the show, when we go out, that's uh, that's that's Doughboy. Cube. Hello? Ice Cube, Doughboy, saying uh, 5,000 when he's leaving and he's walking away from Trey. Mm -hmm. He's saying, you know, goodbye. I don't know if you remember in the old times in the hood, they say, you know, 5,000. Uh, 5, and it kind of just happened. We had Dubs' cousin on one night, uh, by Curious BJ. Mm -hmm. I mean, just uh, <laughs> what? I get. We haven't we haven't had by Curious BJ on here yet. Do you want me to see if we can get a hold of him? Get a hold of BJ. See if All he's right. around. This kid is priceless. And that he would do these things where he would call up, and um, he was our by Curious BJ, our sports analyst. And so he'd call <laughs> up and just you know do sports reports. And he um, at the end of one of his reports, he just said five thousand. And we forgot, and we just started laughing, and he would just constantly, like at the end of his report, say 5,000, like, all right, I'm done, goodbye, conversation's over, 5,000. And so it just ended up steamrolling in D.C. to the point where we were like, all right, 5,000. So it hasn't caught on yet here, but, you know, for those of you who are buddies listening now or in here, at the end of the show, we say 5,000, show's over, end of the conversation sometimes we'll say to some of our buddies, 5,000, that's the end, of the, uh, the end of the talk. BJ's out of area, so... Surprise. He never answers his phone. Roger, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, hey, Chunks, I have a, a 007 game. Okay, I can't, want it. I can't handle this. Sweet. I can't handle oh, this. you hang up on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. This is too much Chunks positive luck where we broke your place, your, um, your game for GoldenEye 007, and I don't want some guy just giving something to you. Mm. Well, unless. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry about that. But um, 
But yeah, so does that make sense where the 5,000 thing came from? And well, I don't know if it'll catch on here in Orlando, but it's still something that we do at the end of the show to say goodbye. Um, all right, people are giving me the uh, the address. All right, this is how we're gonna go. This is how we're gonna get to latitude. All right, I'll see if I can print this out. <clears throat> take I-4 East to the Colonial exit, and then um, you can take a left and go over to Orange Avenue, and you go all the way down to Orange Avenue, and it's at Church Street. So it's on Church Street. Just follow us. I think we're all going to be heading down there. You can do a little caravan there? Why not? We cool, all roll cool. in. We all hang out with Russ from uh, the Monsters, and uh, we have a great time. Kojak, Kojak, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, you remember when you put Icy Hot on your junk? Uh-huh. I was wondering if you could uh, play the remix for it. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Come on. Why do we have to do that? And Dan Tuttle for having that around. Yeah, yes, sir, in the back. By the way, we haven't even introduced you yet. What radio, uh, what hideout name are you going by? I'm going by Link. All right, Link. What's up, Link? Hey, never much. Um, my question that. is, I know Chunk's biggest fear is electricity. Um, I don't remember ever hearing on the show unless I missed it because there were four or two days when I worked and I couldn't really hear it all the time. Um, what's your guys' biggest fears? What, what's our biggest fears? Yeah. Oh, man. See, here's the thing, Link. I've purposely avoided that because uh, I know what these sons of bitches are like. Uh, my biggest fears are um, really hot chicks. So, uh, don't come on. You're in the wrong state, Hefe. Uh, nice. What are your What's yours, Dubs? Mine is uh, mayonnaise is one of them, and uh, small children are another. If I'm around a small child, I get out of the room as quick as possible, or make sure I get some other adults in the room so they know I'm not touching it. You keep that up, and I'll have you babysit my child. No. See, my thing is, I, I'm not afraid that I'm going to touch a kid or something. That's not my thing. But I'm afraid that, hey, I'm going to go get a glass of water, accidentally have my knee rub up against them or something, and then they're screaming. And then I'm, I'm there saying, hey, I didn't touch this kid, but she's screaming I did. All right, that's the honest thing. Do you realize how... And what's the other thing about this? You don't remember anything before the age of seven? Yeah, I don't remember anything before seven. All right, so let's do a little math. And, I mean, it's not fun to j- funny or fun to joke about, but it seems like you were touched. No. What do you mean, no? How dare you. You didn't you, accuse me of that. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, it's not like you did anything. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't say you did. Then why are you attacking me? I'm not attacking you, dude. I, I'm just a person sitting in a booth. All alone. I didn't do anything. Okay, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not a monster. No, you're not a monster. I'm not. It's not my fault. Well, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's now. not my fault. Chunks? No, it's not. What's it? You know, you just accuse me of it. All right, now it's kind of... I'm not a monster. It's a little uncomfortable. I'm kind of turned on. What? Oh! <laughs> Come on. We'll take a break. It's the hideout. Good. Youth cry, Michael Jackson. Real Radio 104.1. It's not my fault. I'm going to touch a kid.
Anakin, uh, Anakin Remix. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Alright, people want to know where they can download the Anakin song. UFOfell.com. We had, we made the mistake of having this guy as, an, as a guest in D.C., the D.C. hideout. And now he just constantly calls and won't leave us alone. I love him. I hated him at first. I, I gotta be him. honest, I hate, I hate whatever it is. It doesn't know how to talk into a phone. It has really bad music, and it's constantly calling us. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Little Billy, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Yes. Last week I was food shopping with my mother, and ducks brushed up against All me in right. the bed. I did not. <laughs> Come on. It's not my fault. Stop. That's not. That's Good boys not. don't tell anyway. What's that? <laughs> what? Uh, you learn to behave over there, Mr. Shock Jock. What are hmm. you doing? What I know. You, about? I know you got personal issues, but whoa! And by the way, hmm. this whole reminds me. It seems like it was forever ago because we've talked to Slash since then. But this stupid documentary you're making on me. Yeah, I uh, videotaped you last night, and I'm hoping you're gonna get drunk again tonight so I can videotape you again. I'm designated driver tonight after you did that. 
Let me. Oh, hear. I'll take a cab if that's what it takes. I don't but, know if I can handle any alcohol this evening. But I think it'd be good to get like second day footage of you. Maybe a compare and contrast. But I am releasing a documentary, and I've uh, kind of uh, pieced it together, rough copy, and I've put some promotion behind it right now. Coming to a radio near you. Alcohol's from the devil. Hideout Productions presents... But I'm really a horny kind of drunk. El Trunque, Episode 3, <laughs> Revenge of the Fifth. Um, I don't remember. Witness the darkest installment yet. My body hates me, and I apologize to my body now. It is a temple. As El Drunke continues his downward spiral to the dark side. Never ever again am I drinking. El Drunke, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Not at all. I'm, uh... Broadcasting in brilliant HOMO sound. You got it left? Come on, baby, throw it up, baby, throw it up. El Drunke, episode three, Revenge of the Fifth. Say one more time, maybe it'll help me throw up. Irish car bomb. Here we go. Okay, stop with the Anakin song. <laughs> I didn't do it. I don't know what's more annoying to me. And why would you do that to me? Hmm. Don't, Videotape you? Don't follow me around. You didn't get my consent. I did, too. I have you uh, signed a copy of it somewhere around here for you. No. Just so you can take a look at it. You don't get a copy of it. No judge in their right mind would uphold that. That's why i got to find a special judge. It's like, why would you... I don't even understand the reality TV. Like, honestly, the real world, I hate it. I don't understand why those people are famous or why people care about people in the real world because they don't do anything. They don't have a talent. There's just a camera that follows them around. It's not even like they're Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville, where they're putting their life in danger. They're seriously going to work and then partying. And that's not entertaining. I find it semi-entertaining. And neither is your stupid little documentary you're making on me. And I don't, by the way, like the name El Drunky. (laughs) Why? That's no good. And the Revenge of the Fifth, while clever... Mm-hmm. will lose its uh, flavor in about two weeks. Oh, that's why I'm doing it now. Trying to capitalize. Yes, exactly. Bill, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, man, I grew up in Northern Virginia. It's good to hear a little bit of flavor down here now. Oh, thank you, brother. What's up? Not a whole lot. Hey, that uh, whole 5,000 thing you were talking about. Right. Uh, yeah, you, you explained that uh, it means you're out of here and everything, but uh, where it originally came from was, uh, oh, back in the day, they had that car, the Audi 5,000. Yep. And that was it. The people that, hey, I'm Audi 5000. Oh, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, and then it just got shortened down to Audi. Or then it just got shortened down to 5000, man. And that's the way we do it, Bill. 5000. Yep. Appreciate it. 5000. Hey, 5000. I thought that came from uh, Star Wars. I thought Han said that to Luke before he left in the X Wing. <laughs> What? Skip, skip. For t- now people are just asking. Now they're just saying what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's. I don't think... I don't think that... Uh, will you please? My head hurts. It, I don't know if it's the hangover or if it's the song or if it's the documentary. You know you were asking for hangover cures before. I think this will do it. But now I'm watching episode three. It's like I'm Chunks tonight. <laughs> you notice that? Like, all of a sudden, I'm, I've morphed into chunks. Do you realize that you're now 15 minutes away from going through an entire hideout without any sort of punishment? Um, yeah, I guess so. We just should tase him. Yeah. I got immunity. Do it. God damn it, he has immunity. Good. I hope you die at 12 We can't do it, but the listeners can. Come on. Hmm... Giant Brian. 
Empty Howie, Lester Big Hands. He could probably hold it. I got immunity from electricity in the hideout, remember? Link. Sideshow. We got oh, another man. buddy in here. We haven't named him yet, but it's got to be Sideshow something. Cause he's, I do, but that's a pimp fro. I like whatever you got going on there, Guarini. Sideshow Guarini. <laughs> that's, oh, man. His, that's his name. In the high. We got to get a picture of that for RealRadio.fm. Let's take our final break of the night. We'll come back. I guess we'll throw on our drinking shoes. So we can go hang out with Russ at Latitudes uh, this evening right there on Church Street. Um, he's going to be there from 11 to 1. We'll be there in about 45 minutes. So hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, it's your national underground. Thunder pounds and I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, the silverback around the tanks. You can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there. But when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't going to rain. So now we sit in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit, try not to sweat. Hit some of without the net. But this video. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs coming down the home stretch for the week. Again, every time we say that, I can't believe Arthur P. Detroit's getting paid that much money to do, that, to do that to do that bit. Um, so here's the situation. We're no stop with the anarchy. I'd rather keep up the outcast. Keep the up. Come on! All right. Uh, you know this is a great song because you can dance to it and eventually you'll hit a beat. Just, like, there's so much going on there. Even even douches like chunks can dance to this. Um, about to head over to Latitudes, yeah. hanging out with our buddy uh, Russ from the Monsters. Now, um, Giant Brian, you said you you're on a kick because we we're gonna ask if you're gonna come out and throw a few back, and you said no because why? I decided to give it up for 30 days. Why? Drinking? You drinking just to just to make sure I'm not a raging alcoholic. Okay, and then Empty Howie brings up a point of, yeah, yeah, that's the first sign that you're an alcoholic when you gotta say, hey, I gotta stop for thirty days. What day? I are may you, have a problem. What day are you on? Day two. <laughs> <laughs> the eleventh. Oh man. Well, you can always restart tomorrow, bro. <laughs> I mean, if we had, there's always thirty days. Thirty days will always be around. Yes, uh, Lester, big hands. Well, uh, he has to find something to take that place, so it's probably a lot of Dugan pulling. Oh, and now is that the thing you're gonna do? Like, um, I'll I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> just anything to know. see. That's where you're like, man, I got an issue. I gotta stop drinking. Yeah, you just sit there and you have those arguments in your head. That might explain why I actually quit drinking and I spend a lot of time doing something else. You are so uncomfortable tonight, Skip Skipper. <laughs> you have really been just. Your name should be Douche Chill, but unfortunately, Skip Skipperton works out a little bit better for you. I'm actually trying so hard for you to change my name. I'm just being. Oh, so you're trying to become Douche Chill now? Yes, yeah, so I can get rid of this guy. Oh, man. I don't know. I really like Skip. Skip Skipperton's you for life. That's your new radio name for the rest of your career. You're about to graduate from college, too. and It's very top 40, too. I like it. Yeah. Hey, Skip Skipperton with your news. Taking you home, Skip Skipperton. Take this job and shove it, Skip Skipperton. 
Working for the weekend. It's Skip- the 5 o'clock funnies with Skip Skipperton. That's you, man. That's you and your career. Let's hear it for Skip. Boo. Um, I guess I got to give up uh, drinking. I did not even realize that I challenged two girls to basketball. Mm-hmm. And if I lose, it's brawn panties. Yeah, you have to be walking around at a bar with brawn panties. No, 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 it's not at a bar. Yeah. I'll be got then. It's, That's the bet. Then it's over, and no. I'm not showing up. Why? I'm not walking around at a bar. You can't welch on a bet. Yes, I can. You can watch me. You can watch you're, me welch. You're such a pansy. I can't believe you throw a bet out and not to honor it. I look. First of all, I can't believe I made that bet. But secondly, I know there's no way in hell I would agree. To being in bra and panties in public. You're like, don't even matter, dog. I'll do it. What is that? What what did I... That's your drunk. I do ghetto up when I do it. (laughs) No, dog, I can do it. You sound really cheesy. You're like... So do you when you do it. You're Mr. Cracker Cracker over there. Cracker Crackerton. Look, by the way, those guys, if you guys haven't noticed, that's Eric at the Promotions Goddess back there. Yeah. I know everybody's wondering what she looks like. Smell like a wet dog. What? What? Oh, come on. You were having such a great day. Punishment. Until she walked in. What's why your are problem? You, why are you mad at her? Because, man, I'm still pissed off at her. You got to side with Chunks on that one. From what? What do you think? I can't remember. She spit in my face. Is today Chunks' day? He gets to spit in her face? <laughs> great. Do it. No. You've won today already, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Somehow you made it through an entire hideout. <clears throat> <laughs> Somehow you made it through the entire hideout. <laughs> What's wrong? What are you doing? Where are you going? I got immunity. I got immunity from it. What are you yelling about? What's wrong? I don't trust you guys. What are you talking about you don't trust? Then I hear the door slamming. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. 407. Will you answer the phones? 407-916-1041. Stop. Uh, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> what's going on in there? He has a lightsaber. Turn on the mic. <laughs> he has a lightsaber. <laughs> Turn on the mic. Oh! 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 That sounded like it hurt. That's not good. Did you get him? A little. Just once. I guess your immunity was for six days, not six months. You okay? Jumps. Are you alright? Now he's in the corner. Ah. <laughs> Back where he should be. Hey! What the hell's the matter with you? I got immunity. You come here pulling this crap. You think it's funny? I got immunity. Does that mean anything to you? What's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) What a radio bottom. Dumb <laughs> just kicked Stop him. Stop! Stop! Leave me alone! 
I guess there's no such thing as good or bad luck, Chunks. Either way, you get screwed. Where are we such What? You just wait. Damn it. Yes, Lynx. I know there's a pattern here. All throughout the show, he had good luck. Erica comes walking in. His luck changed. That is her fault. Sticky dog. Oh, come on. Come on, Dubs. Not again. Not again. No, it's been too much. Come on, seriously. Well, I'm shaking, man. Stop. (laughs) Apologize to Erica for calling her a wet dog. No. Say you're sorry. No. Say you're sorry. No. I don't give a damn. She's sitting there. She didn't spit in my face. Erica spit in his face. Right, she better stay there. (laughs) Do you realize how you brought the show down? Everybody was having a blast. And then what happens? It gets uncomfortable because we got to beat the dog. He comes in and trips me and starts tasing me. What you gotta hate that damn taser! I got immunity! Alright, come on! <laughs> come on! I just wanted to prove a point to you. I got immunity! We are more powerful than any chunks luck. <laughs> you remember that. I don't care if Friday the 13th is your day. You never get over on us. Not even with the powers that be. Do you hear me? For some, for a brief moment, you thought you weren't a radio bottom. Put your headphones back on. He's going back to D.C. For a brief moment, you were thinking you weren't a radio bottom. You were finding money. You didn't lose on the monsters this morning. You graduated from college after six and a half years. (laughs) That was too much. Don't throw stuff at that beautiful woman. Don't talk about Daron like that. And his name is Skip Skipperton. Dubs, I'm sorry we had to end on such a poor note. Damn it, dude, I had immunity. Now I'm smiling. In the six-day immunity. Yes, Lester, big hand. All right. Hey, can I say happy birthday to my son? Yeah, happy birthday to your son. How old is your son? He turned 12 today. Happy birthday, little big hands. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Empty Howie, Lynx, Sideshow Guarini, and Giant <laughs> Brian. Skip Skipperton back there. We're hmm. headed over to Latitudes right now on Church Street to hang out with Russ from the Monsters. Show us your scar. Show us where you bleed, chunks. Now he's showing us down to his private area. We'll see you guys Monday. Don't forget SBK Live. Uh, tomorrow night, wake up with the Monsters in the morning, Monday, Shannon Burke in the uh, midday. Then you got uh, the Phillips file in the afternoon. We're back at 7 on Monday night with whose weekend was it giving away the prizes. We out, bitch, 5,000. 5,000.
is nagging my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.